Hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of This Is Life with Jamie Thorne. My guest tonight was Darren Matheson, a.k.a. Ian.P-U-R-A-B-I-C-I on Instagram. Uh, it's his second time on. Uh, he's a fascinating character. Um, he has ridden his bike literally across Canada. And recently, I think last year, he did, uh, what was he? He's done United Kingdom all the way down towards Turkey and Croatia, Romania. He went into Ukraine. He went into Poland and Denmark, Sweden, Norway. Um, he's ridden all the way down to Peru and Chile and all over the place. He's absolutely incredible. And he literally did it wearing sandals. <laughs> and uh, it was a great conversation to have his mental capacity for just listening to the universe and what comes his way. He'll deal with it then. It's not about thinking where he's going to get water next or food next it'll be provided. And it's, it's a fascinating way to think. Uh, so I really hope you guys enjoy the conversation that me and Darren had. Cheers. All right. Back in the studio again. We got Darren. Back for the second time. Cheers. Cheers. Made it through another trip. Yeah. We just opened up uh, actually Wayne Gretzky's whiskey for the first time. So th thank you, Wayne, if you're listening. Yeah, Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> Shout for out. sure. Shout out to Wayne. Yeah. Um, all right. Where did you go? I haven't even, you know what? I haven't even looked at your little map thing yet. Yeah. Um, well, I guess since last time, which was, yeah, we were saying coming up on a year. I guess I was here probably nine months ago. Mm -hmm. So I went... I went to Europe for about five months, so I like yeah I did a big loop around there. So I like I flew into I flew into Scotland, and I went down and did a bit. Pretty much went down to Turkey, crossed into Asia. Um, wow! Because it's like Turkey is there's a little section in Europe, and then most of it's in Asia. So I went to Turkey and then looped back around into Europe, like through Eastern Europe, and went up to uh, Norway. So, and then from there, I came back here just for, like, I was only here for a few weeks, mm -hmm. and ended up going back to South America, kind of exactly where I left off from when I, when I sort of previously yeah. turned around, and then, yeah, I carried that, so kind of, this time was like the sec, the bottom, the lower half of South America. Nice. Yeah. Wow, yeah, because I, I think I started seeing some of your photos being in Europe. Yeah. So, where, so, how many K did you travel in Europe? Um, I don't know. Cause like I never track my kilometers, but like, oh man, in Europe, like, I don't know. I would guess somewhere around probably like 15,000, 15,000 K, 15,000 K pedal bike. Yeah. On a pedal bike. <laughs> yeah. We're, and if you're listening, you didn't <laughs> listen to Darren before he rides a bike, <laughs> yeah, a bicycle, steel <laughs> frame, steel frame. No, no suspension. Yeah. His own <laughs> leg power. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was like the only, pl I, I, I took one plane in Europe because I had some sort of visa issues. Mm. So I flew from Spain to Italy because, like, I didn't... I probably would have been fine, but, like, I didn't have a lot of time because, like, in Europe, you get this, like, three-month visa. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but that was the only place I didn't necessarily pedal was, like, from down there. But, yeah, the rest of it was all... Yeah. <laughs> all Interesting like people on this trip, too. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. it was really, like... Europe is a very different experience. Like, when you're especially on uh, when you're going through on a bike yeah um then like latin america but it's like yeah it's a totally different experience like 
it's uh, the people mainly for sure. Yeah. Like in, in, in Latin America, the culture is just so, it's so unique. The, mm-hmm. Like the generosity and the kindness of the people there. And I don't know, like Europe and even like North America, it's a little, not to say people are like uh, cold or anything, Assholes. but a little bit more. <laughs> there's a little bit more of like. I get it. Yeah. You yeah, can say it. <laughs> yeah. Like there's just, there's not quite the same amount of. Um, like I said, sort of like warmth and generosity yeah. and like welcoming. Yeah. You always meet outliers for sure. Yeah. Like there's, which is always nice because maybe like once a week you'll meet someone that's like, wow, this is like amazing. You know, this, whatever this person gave me or a conversation you get into them. But like, man, Latin America, it's like multiple times every single day. I know? wonder if that's due to like them having less where they think it's more important to have like health, family, love instead of materialistic things like a good chunk of the world does. Sure. So when they see some stranger on a bike coming in, they open their arms to him. Where here, they're like, what are you doing? Right. Like there's like attitude towards it already. Like that's that's ridiculous. You know, like when people say that. Yeah. It's like, I, I remember I've even told people like what Nick's done. Where's that, that hike he did is incredible. Right. And people, I've talked, told people that, and they're like, why would you do that? Sure. Like, what did his wife think? I'm like, before you, like, judge, like, that's an incredible defeat that he just did. Yeah. Like, how about you, like, think about it like that instead of being like, ugh. Like, right. is that a sign of, like, jealousy? Like, what, what is that? Yeah. Like, why do you got to be an asshole already? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like you're missing, like, just the slight opportunity to, like, celebrate it, right? Yeah. Like, wow, that's amazing. And yeah. then after, you can, like, oh, well, what about... Yeah, yeah, what do you do for his, bills? Yeah, and like, you're married, you have kids, like, yeah. you have a mortgage. Like, how do you do this stuff? Sure. You know? Instead of like, hey, man, that's awesome. Good for you. Yeah. It's like it's instantly to the negative side. It is. So yeah. That, yeah, that's that's a good point. And like, that's what I definitely, I've noticed with like the difference between, you know, more developed places and, um, yeah, underdeveloped places. Yeah. It's just like they immediately like, they've they've, a lot of these places, like they've lost all hope of, you know, being taken care of by their government or mm-hmm. anything like that. So, like, they really bond together as a family. Yeah. And, like, anyone coming in from the outside, it's just, like, yeah, your family. Like, the amount of times that, like, people would just, yeah, they would they'd literally treat me like family. Like, invite me in. Like, oh, yeah, you can just live here as long as you want. Like, here, you need, some, you need some cash. Like, here's some cash. It's, like... You're, like, what? Yeah, oh, totally. It took me a while, like, to actually um, learn how to accept cash money because it's like at, fir- at first when it, people are offering me cash it's like no like i yeah I, you know, i'm not gonna tell them this was like i guarantee you i have a lot more than you <laughs> yeah it's like they're opening up their wallet and like that's like, probably all they have and they're yeah. like here just take it i'll get i'll get more later or i won't but it's like Crazy. Um, yeah so it's like stuff like that it's it's so unconditional and like there's no there's nothing attached on to it like another thing i've noticed with like some of this generosity is like yeah, when it's so, like, you don't even want, there's no conditions attached to it. Like, they don't even want to hear me say thank you. Like, because mm-hmm. that can even be, like, a, a small condition, right? Like, you know, you do something nice for someone, and it's like, well, yeah, I expect you to at least say thank you. But even that, like, for them, it's like, you know, I pour out my, my I try to pour out my heart with, like, man, thank you. You have yeah. no idea, like, how much I appreciate this. And they're looking at me like, "What are you? What are you doing? What are you talking this about? This is normal. This is what we do. Yeah. yeah. Why are you? Why are you being a baby about this kind yeah. of thing? You're like, you're so Canadian. You're like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. Thank you. Please, <laughs> just thank you. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, because like I, I've been going down this rabbit hole a little bit 
with watching videos and there it's all like these big social media fucking guys and gals like uh going up to like vendors or like being at a restaurant and giving people like ridiculous tips mm-hmm. and like helping people out here's 500 bucks and it's like all these people have gone up to it's like hey man like what's your dream like all this like oh like he, he went and approached this guy on the street that's blind his wife is fighting cancer and he's selling mops like literally like custodian mops mm. and the guy's like oh like what are you doing this for man and everything and they're just like filming him or whatever He's like, oh, you know, I'm trying to, you know, help my wife out and stuff. And, like, he's blind. He's on, like, the side of a highway. He's trying to sell mops to, like, help his wife out, which is incredible in the first place. And it's like, oh, like, can I, like, get a mop for, like, $5 even though you're selling them for 10 Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. Like, you know, the guy's so nice and so generous. And he's like, you know what? I'll buy all the mops, but I'll give you $500. And the guy's like no, no, like, it's okay. He's like, no, I want to give you this money. And then it's like super emotional videos to watch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I like, I don't know why I like this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like seeing like humanity, how it should be. Like, right. it's all about like love and helping people and like being kind and, you know, and stuff like that. And it's like, I like soldiers coming home from war, which I've said like a bunch of times on this podcast, but like, I enjoy watching stuff like that. I enjoy people like, truly showing happiness truly showing emotion yeah and i think that's what you see too absolutely yeah. like and like it's so opposite here yeah even though like there's people here that are still like that yeah but unless they're filming yeah sure you know? it's like unless there's a small condition attached right like yeah, oh there, not all the time not yeah, all the time sure but yeah it's like i lately i've just like because i've been chilling at home you know it's because i got my boys removed but um <laughs> uh yeah like it's like, I just love seeing that. Like, yeah. people, like, that might have a lot of money in life, like, just walk up to random people. Yeah. And just be like, hey, like, you know, this one guy's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give away $500 in each Starbucks cup. And he had, like, 10 of them. And the girl, like, oh, thanks for the coffee. And she just, like, hands a cup. And he, like, hides behind clothes because he's in, like, a mall. And then he's, like, tr- filming her. And she goes to take a sip. And she's like, what the hell? And opens it up. And there's, like, 500 bucks in it. Right. And she's, like, looking around and all this type of stuff. And then... He like goes up and surprises her. He's like, "It's for you, right? Like it's for you. It goes towards your kids." And she just like starts crying. Oh my god, I can't believe you have no idea what this means. And like, there's this Juan guy, Juan. Yeah, that's his name. And uh, he does it all over the place. Mm. He just gives away like he'll go he'll go be like in a library, and he'll be like, you know, like I'm down on my luck. Like, do you have a laptop I can use? They're like, sorry, like I don't have one. Like, oh, why don't you have one? He's like, can't afford one. He's like, oh, you know what? Takes out like a brand new MacBook Pro and like gives it to him. They're like. No, no, I can't accept this. He's like, no, it's for you. Just right. take it. And they're like, what's the what's the joke here? Where's the camera? He's like, it's for you. Yeah. You just like give stuff away. And people just like break down. You can tell like people are like suffering. Mm-hmm. And like this, you know, all these people come along giving him money, giving him computers. Like, you know, like a guy like bought a car for his best friend because now he's like a big YouTuber and making stupid money. And like, it's just like amazing stuff. Yeah. And like, see, this is what, <laughs> this is what we need more of. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, it's like, and what I've really, like another thing I've really gotten out of sort of this lifestyle of like traveling on a bike is because, yeah, like I'm always, especially the way I do it, um, like I'm always in a, in like a position in a situation where like, yeah, like I don't stay in hotels, like I don't eat in restaurants, like yeah, I don't even travel with like a tent or anything, like I, I travel very, very minimalistically, mm. um, so like I don't shower and like I usually look like <laughs> like a bum. You'd say like, 
but like still like even that like it's just like there's just there's no there's no judgment there's no like yeah there's no, like there's everybody's still looking at me with like so much uh encouragement and compassion it's just like it's so beautiful to kind of like live in that sort of flow of like mm-hmm. yeah like I, I i don't have anything right now but like i'm so welcome here like i feel so at home i don't feel out of place it's not like yeah there's there's no judgment coming from coming from from anyone so it's like yeah it's just a really like the more i kind of experimented with this the mm-hmm. more i the more i i just felt felt it was me it was like cause yeah some places like you can stay in hotels for super super cheap and you can eat very very cheaply but like i i don't want to do this i want to like embrace this like lifestyle of just like living totally free living just off what i need yeah like i'd go days without like spending any money not just because like i couldn't or anything but just mm-hmm. like yeah, there's, there's so much freedom and kind of playing in that area so have you met anyone else doing what you're doing Oh yeah, you you definitely meet like other people, um, like other long distance bike bike travelers. Um, especially, there's a pretty like in that sort of community. Like there's a decently popular uh, popular route from Alaska down to like Patagonia down to yeah. Ushuaia. Um, so you meet some people doing that. Um, there's one place I went to in Chile. Uh, yeah, down like the south of Chile, and it's like I had no idea this place existed. But once I got there, it was like it's just like the, like a, like a, yeah, like a huge jamboree of bicycle tours. <laughs> That's sweet. It's like the section in, in Southern Chile and every day, like I met more bike travelers there than I did on my whole trip combined. Like every day you meet like, I don't know, at least like three or four others. And usually it's like maybe once a month you might quickly cross paths with someone, but it's still very like, I know it's a very like niche way of traveling. And yeah. like, it's kind of funny when you do meet someone or you do, you do see someone it's almost like a wink. You're like, oh, you you figured out this too. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> like you figure out this little secret to life. <laughs> like, like, do you have a plan at all? How? No. Like, no plan. You're just winging. Just winging, yeah. yeah. And like, even this time, like, I would say, like, because I never even like when I left, like, I think I I talked about this last time. I was like, I never really had a plan. Like, yeah, I didn't have that plan. Like, I'm gonna pedal to south or south of Argentina, like Ushuaia. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I'll just, yeah, pedal. Just hit the road I'll go. just, yeah, I'll start going south and see where it ends up. Um, but, like, this time, I even, like, especially back in South America, like, I would say, like, I surrendered into whatever. Like, yeah, never having a plan, never being, like, trying to, like, oh, I need to have a plan to make sure I have enough water or enough food or, you know, it's going to be a sketchy area. I got to make sure that, you know, I'm sleeping here or not mm-hmm. here. I just, like, well, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. <laughs> and it worked out like just magically it's it's yeah. beautiful the um, less control sometimes i think like the better absolutely like just that classic saying like shit happens yeah it's like it's not in your control yeah you can maybe avoid things yeah like, maybe ride through a ske- sketchy neighborhood you're like yeah, you know what i could probably take this route instead of this route <laughs> right which might make sense sometimes but you know it's your call in the end yeah it's your call and like i don't know and like but but there's also like there's there's such a like as long as you're 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 as long as you're following your like your, your enthusiasm and like mm-hmm. your, your intuition. And like, that's, it's never, it's never led me off course. So like, that's, that's how I, that's pretty much how I make my plan now. It's just like, yeah, if it feels good, I'll go. Like sometimes maybe someone will give me some advice, like, oh, you should go that way or mm-hmm. don't go that way. And like, yeah, sometimes I'll listen to it. Sometimes I don't. And it's just like, either like, I don't know, like if someone was giving me advice, like don't go through there, it's dangerous. Um, you might listen. 
I might listen, but sometimes not. Because a lot of the times, <laughs> like when somebody would tell me like you shouldn't go there, I don't know. Some some of the times, like it almost like spark up this. Like um, I want to go there. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah, it's like not necessarily like oh I want to go there and prove you wrong, but it's like I don't know. There's something like curious. Yeah, there's something curious about there. And like even That's a lot hilarious. of my trip through Europe and everything was like that. Like I was like, but when I started getting close to Eastern Europe, everyone's like, oh yeah, you make sure you you stay out of. Um, like Moldova, it's like too close to Ukraine. There's a war going on. And I was like, I think I'm going to go to Ukraine. <laughs> like, there's just something that like something sounds interesting. So you about went into that. Cr- Ukraine. I went into Ukraine. Yeah. Like, um, I guess I don't even know where they're fighting. I don't pay attention too much. Too. Yeah, it's like I mean, the most of the war is on like the east side. Yeah. Um, obviously, like Russia, the border between Russia and Ukraine. But like the first place I went to was in the south, and that was like. Like, they were still having, like, missile attacks, and there was an air raid, um, the like, the first night I got there. Oh, really? And it, it was, like, I never felt, like, I never felt in danger. Like, yeah, yeah it was, it definitely was, it was a very like, interesting. oh, shit, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's kind of, like, modern war. It's not, like, you know, World War Two where there's, like, troops just storming at each other. It's all mm. very strategic and, like, missiles and landmines and everything. Um but, um, yeah, like, the, the first place, it was really funny just, like, crossing into the border. It was like, like, what are you doing here? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't even I'm know. Just ride my bike. I didn't even know if they were going to let me in. I was like, well, I'll just ride to the border. If they let me in, I'll go. And if they don't, yeah. I'll turn around. It's fine. And, um, like, all of Eastern Europe, it's really, like, there's a huge language barrier there. Like, they don't speak any English. And I'm obviously not there long enough to be learning the language. Mm-hmm. But I remember I showed up at the border, like, yeah, between, like, Moldova and, and uh, Ukraine, and he just like just looks at me right like with my bike and like I've got my Canadian passport and like showing it to him. He's just looking at me. I remember him saying, he's like, You know what? You know what? And he's like I was like, I don't understand you. I I, I don't I, I'm sorry, like wh- what are you trying to say? He's like, You know what? And he he gives me he he points his finger at me with like with a gun. He's like, You know war? War? Yeah, and he's war. saying, like, you know there's a war going on right now. <laughs> I was like, Oh war, yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. He's like Okay, go. <laughs> just <laughs> lets like, you in. <laughs> you can go. That's awesome. And then, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, that was easy. It wasn't quite as easy to leave the country, but like, yeah, getting in was was no problem at all. Wow. So I, you didn't feel like in danger. Like you didn't feel like, oh my god, I made a bad mistake coming here. At no, all? never. Like, because even that, like right away, you know, what was one thing that happened on my first day there, which was just like gave me a lot of. Um, kind of like reassurance and like inspiration to, 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 I don't know, visit the country or like see what, what mm-hmm. the actual reality of the situation is, was like almost right away. Yeah. There's a lot of obviously like military checkpoints. Um, and the very first one I went to, like I rode up and like, you know, I'm, I'm wearing shorts, sandals and a pair of wired headbuds. Like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so as I pedal up and yeah, there's all these guys with these, like there's this kid probably 16 years old, like, rifle that's almost you know hanging down to his knees yeah and he's like he's, he barks something at me like blah, 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 blah. and i was like i'm just thinking he's so it, kind of my go-to is speak in english obviously but with like a lot of charades and like try to be as as you know as, as clear as i can so i was like oh me i canada i travel bicycle yeah. like i'm just visiting like here's passport and like the the whole situation just sort of like landed on him. Like he just looks at me and they're like, wow, this guy is literally like just 
pedaling across on his bicycle with wearing, wearing no shirt. Like, this is, and then he actually started laughing, which was just like such like a. Almost a relief in a way. A, a little bit. And then like, but for like, not even like, uh, like a Ukrainian to like, you know, um, like crack a smile or like laughter, but let, let alone like someone in the military, like it's a pretty, like they're very serious and stern. So like the fact that he like kind of laughed at it, it was like, wow, this is like, he just couldn't, it was like almost overwhelming yeah, to him. Yeah, couldn't like understand what the hell are you doing like, here, dude? Okay, and he's like, yeah, just go. And so it was like, even that interaction was like, wow, this is like, this feels great to be here, to be like, not necessarily like a, like a light in dark times or something, mm. but it's like, there is a lot of like, there's a lot of this opportunity to like kind of share what I have to offer, even though I can't speak to the, I can't speak um, the language of, mm-hmm. to the locals. Like I can, I can still share this connection in, in different forms. So I got that all the time. People are just like looking at me, and you see the look on their face. Like, wow, here's someone like who's, he's enjoying. Like he's he's living his life. He's, he's enjoying yeah. it. And there's a lot of like, yeah, there's a lot of power in that for sure. That I would like, I'd be in the receiving end of. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so like that that kind of yeah led me through Ukraine, and then I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah I'll start heading into Poland now. But it was a it was a wonderful time there. Like intense. Yeah. You see like tanks and everything like that. Obviously you're not allowed to take any pictures, mm-hmm. which I wasn't taking pictures really anyways. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's like, yeah. The, like when do you get, when do you get a chance to actually see like a, a country that's in like a war zone? So it was, uh, yeah, it's it, interesting. Most people would not want to go there. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and it was another thing, like a lot of the locals, like they would kind of, even though, yeah, like I met a couple people who spoke a little bit of English and there's like, like, why are you here? You can be in, you can be anywhere. You, why aren't you in France or why aren't you in Spain? It's like, I'm here to see the reality of the world. Like the good and yeah. the bad. Like I've seen that. I've seen the, I live in Canada. Like I've seen how it works over here. Like I've never, yeah. we don't have an active war in, in Canada. So it's like, I'm here to see the reality of it. And it's like, okay, interesting. Like you're, yeah. you're not the normal, <laughs> the normal You should tourist. just become like a journalist. Go to all these countries. Yeah. Be a journalist, a little, little recorder <laughs> just interview people yeah. it'd be kind of cool to create like a blog like that almost yeah like darren's interviews yeah <laughs> it, it is and it's, that's what some people do like yeah they they turn it into something like you write a book or monetize yeah. it in some way you make youtube um are you interested in doing that or are you just doing it for you yeah i'm just doing it for me yeah. like like is is um I, I like as selfish as that sounds it's so true and it's like because it's like if I were to, I, I never, I don't want to have like an ulterior motive of like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm doing this now in order to get this in the future. Yeah, these are what people, these are what the, you know, people that listen to me want. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And it's like, yeah, like what I, what I get out of it is just like, is those small interactions. So it's not necessarily like, oh, I need to share these stories to like a mass audience mm-hmm. and like document it. It's like, man, that little interaction I had with that military guy, like that was, it, it was it was it was very profound. It made the sense. trip just to go to Ukraine like that. Just first little interaction, you're like, "This is why I came here." Exactly. Yeah. It's like this is why. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, this is like, oh, I know this is super sketchy. I want to get out of here." But like, once I get out of here, then you know, I'll be able to share a little bit of my experience and my stories to the to the outside world. It's like, mm-hmm. oh no, this is this is my place right here. So how long do you stay in Ukraine for? I think it was there for like maybe a little over two weeks two weeks yeah nice so you just stayed sort of like on the south didn't really go towards the east of ukraine no like i because i I, like i went the the when i first crossed like the south that was like a that was probably the worst spot yeah that i went to as far as like 
activity and like I said, like air raids and, and everything like that. But then once I, and then I pedaled up to kind of like middle of the country and it was pretty, it was okay there. Mm-hmm. And another thing, like I'm not listening to any news or anything. So it's like, you don't really know, like sometimes locals are telling you like, oh yeah, don't go there, don't go there. But then from, from the middle of the country, that's when I just started pedaling uh, west. So yeah. it's like, it was maybe another week and a half to, to get out of there. And like, I'm, I like, I move every single day. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah, it's it's very rare that I'll stay somewhere more than like one night. Yeah, I'm usually always on the move, so it's like it wasn't like I was you know I'll, I'll hang around here for like a week and uh, go go there. I was kind of always on the move, so you just like I imagine of, it was pretty hilly there compared to like riding around here. Uh, a little bit. It was like there's yeah there's no like mountains, but it's like it's all sort of like soft rolling yeah. hills. So it's like probably beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's gorgeous. I think some of the photos that I saw, like the first couple of weeks, I think you were over there. I was like, man, like how pretty that looks. Like. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's like, and it is that. It's like, it's 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 because it's not necessarily like a tourist destination. It's not mm-hmm. known for whatever being like having the French Alps or something like that. But just yeah. like all these like sunflower fields and all this stuff. You're like, wow, this is actually really gorgeous. Like, it's, yeah. it's super super nice. So where was that? So after Ukraine, where'd you go? Uh, from Ukraine, I would have crossed into Poland. Poland would be cool to see. Yeah, yeah, it was super interesting. A lot of history there. Yeah, exactly. A lot of history. And I think when I, when I was in Poland, that's when I sort of made a bit of a game plan because was, that was probably around September. I was like, okay, I should probably figure out what I'm going to do for the winter because mm-hmm. it's like I don't necessarily want to be here in the winter. It gets pretty cold. It gets pretty cold. <laughs> it gets pretty cold. So, so I was like, okay, I'll go... Because especially since I was heading back in the direction of west, I was like, oh, I'll go up to Scandinavia. Like, oh, yeah, Sweden and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's when I made a little bit of like a, I think I even b- uh, bought a flight out of Norway. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I've got like a, another month to make it to Norway. Yeah. And uh, even like the, the the timing with that was so like divine. Because I end up, um, it was either in Sweden or Norway, but I end up, end up getting Lyme disease. Oh, no, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> but it was like, it was perfect timing because it was like, it was right near the end of my, like, it was like, I found out I had it maybe like a little over a week before my flight. So I was like, okay, I just need to make it to the west coast of Norway. I just got to cross over the, the fjords <laughs> and <laughs> make it there. Um, but and it was perfect. I was like, oh, okay, this is why I'm, this is why I'm leaving Europe now. It's like it could, the timing couldn't have been. Because that just antibiotics. Um, that's like I didn't do the antibiotics, but like that's the from what I um, heard about. That's the sort of the only way you can somewhat kind of nip it in the bud is yeah. like if you just nuke your system. If you catch it early enough, you like do like three weeks of heavy antibiotics. Um, but I was like, I probably missed my window for that anyways. I was yeah. like, that didn't seem too appealing anyways. I was like, I don't want to really do that. Yeah. Um, but I ended up uh, I ended up doing something else, which seemed to have worked quite well. So I came back. So it's like from Norway, I flew back to here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna be chilling for a while and like see how this see how this unfolds. And I ended up doing like a like an extended dry fast. So I dry fasted for uh, seven days. It's okay. so like seven days, no food, no water. Um, wow. In the one week, I lost 40 pounds. So and you're already like, lean. So you're like, lean, I man. needed that. <laughs> I was like, I could almost put like my hands around my waist. I was like, man, I haven't weighed this. I haven't weighed this little since I was probably like 12 years old. Oh, wow. <laughs> seven day dry fast. Yeah. So like 40 pounds. But they came back pretty quick. And then like after, yeah. it tells you a lot of water and everything. Um, 
and then that, and then I started feeling a little bit better. I was like, yeah, like a lot of the symptoms were still there, but like not, not nearly as intense. And then automatically, like I, I found a flight like back to South America, like the following week for so, so cheap. I was Just like, jumped I, on it. I was like, I have to, it was like, yeah, it was like, it would have been, it, it would have been dumb not to take the flight essentially. So I was like, all right, I'm still going back to South America. So the seven day fast worked. It did. Yeah, for sure. Like it, there was still, like I said, even when I left, when I was finished it, there were still a few symptoms left, but I think like following that with like your lifestyle on the bike is so healthy, right? Like mm. you're every day you're getting like good exercise, not necessarily like, um, it's not like super hardcore, like strenuous, yeah. like, you know, you're riding a bike you can take it easy. You get sunlight, you get fresh sun, air, fresh you get, air, yeah. you're eating like local food. And like the combination between those two, like, yeah, I, like it was. It's what your body is kind of designed for. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> like hunter gatherer on a bike. Yeah. <laughs> so it felt like the perfect, yeah, the perfect way to like, well, I'll just go until, you know, if this gets a lot worse, I'll obviously go back or I'll rest somewhere. But like, it felt so good to be back on the bike and like riding. I was like, oh, this, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine like a better recovery than this. Wow. Yeah. Seven day dry fast. No shit. Yeah. I did a, me and Katie did uh she did a five-day fast, mm-hmm. and then I did a three-day fast. That was the longest I ever fasted for. And I did well. I did eighty hours, so just over three days. Right. But it was uh, it was intense a little bit for sure. It is, yeah. Yeah, I was drinking like fast this like fasting stuff, and then I was having like, I guess there's so many different ways to fast. That's the thing. Like right. you know, some are dry fast, like what you did. Some are fast where you can have coffee and tea. Right. Some you can't have that. Or it's like there's a she does like a fasting fasting like this box thing. It's like a plexus fasting kit. It's like so it's like you do like a collagen drink and stuff, and you take these vitamins every other day and stuff like that. But um, it was still like no food for eighty hours. Like my stomach literally like collapsed. Sure. Like I feel like I, like when I would do the cold plunge, like my whole midsection would just go. Yeah. Like it was like nothing. Yeah. I'm like holy crap. I was telling my buddy Adam about. It. He's like, yeah, there's no blood in your stomach to break down yeah. like your stomach's not inflamed from food it's like there's literally nothing there to hold your stomach up right he's almost like wow i couldn't imagine a seven day water fast holy crap that's got to be tough yeah yeah dry fast yeah, yeah dry fast yeah that's... yeah it was like because i've done like i've never done one usually i do like three days that mm-hmm. was kind of my max with like dry fasting yeah i hadn't done one in a long time like obviously since you're not going to do a dry fast when you're like on the <laughs> no, bike no but i was like hey i'll i'll uh, i think i'll do five and then it, like once I was done five, I was like, if I'm going to get, if I'm going to try and, um, heal myself from this line, like mm-hmm. this is sort of my opportunity. So I was like, oh, I'll go a couple more days. And you, did you just like look up something like, you know, another method to deal with Lyme or just um, someone tell you or what? You know what? Like, yeah, like not necessarily. No, like I'd always kind of trusted like fasting in, in, as a means of like healing the body. Um, so it was kind of like, it was sort of what, and I remember hearing like a long time ago, um, who was it? Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss, yeah. He used to talk about that because he had Lyme. And like, he, I remember, yeah, a long time ago, he said that. He's like, yeah, that was, it really helped my my symptoms with Lyme through doing a fasting. Hmm. So that was, that kind of like, I sort of like recalled that a little bit in my memory. And um, I was like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd rather do that than the antibiotics. So it's like. Well, it's just, it destroys your stomach. Totally, yeah. yeah. Like your autoimmune, your immune system gets like fucked up. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it was, no, I don't like taking antibiotics. No. Like I haven't for a long time. Yeah. But even if I, even if I get sick, even like it's, 
if you have kids, like it doesn't matter how healthy of a lifestyle you live, you're gonna get sick. Yeah, sure. But I think you're sick less for right. sure, and you recover faster if you live a healthier lifestyle. Right. And um, but if I do have to take antibiotics, like I double down on pre and probiotics like crazy. Right. Cause it just because it'll kill everything. Sure. It'll just kill everything in your system. Yeah. But okay, so you got the plane ticket. You went yeah. back. Went back to went back to Peru. Um, and yeah, it, which was kind of perfect. Cause that was, that was where I turned around, I guess in 2020 or 2021, because I couldn't cross into all the borders were closed cause mm-hmm. of COVID. So I was like, found this ticket, uh, back to Peru. I was like, perfect. I'll just go. And I literally went to like where I turned around and just kind of continued South. So like went from Peru down to Chile and then, um, it was still pretty cold there, like especially yeah. in the south. But um, and then yeah, crossed like uh, over into Argentina, and then up. And then you get to the north of Argentina. And it's like yeah, like desert, like forty degrees. Damn. So you get to you get to a bit of everything, uh, and then yeah, I made it like a loop back south again through Paraguay, Uruguay, into Brazil, and then I flew uh, flew back from Brazil. Wow. So yeah, it was like yeah, I don't know. I would say. It was, it, I was there for about four months um, from landing in Peru to flying out of Brazil. But yeah, I'm, I'm not sure on kilometers, but yeah, it's pretty... I think Chile is around... Uh, Chile is about the same size of Canada. Yeah, it's, if you, it's long. It's super long. Yeah, it's super long. So like if you turn it on the side, it's, I think it's pretty close to the, to, the, to the length of Canada. That's what Nick said too when he was walking through California. He's like, the state just goes forever. It's huge. He's like, yeah. it just goes on and on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember thinking that too because like you cross through Washington and Oregon, you're like, oh, it's you know, a couple days here, a couple days there, and you get to California. It's like, oh, yeah. It's huge. It's, it's massive. Yeah, you look at it on a map. It's yeah. massive. Yeah. It's yeah. a big chunk. Yeah. So how much like, I think, I, I don't know, I can't remember if I asked you this last time, but like, what do you have on you? Like for water, like food and like emergency kit, like what are you <laughs> like, doing? Cause I know you carry light, like you said, yeah. but it's like, what are you actually carrying on you? Yeah, man. So like now my setup, that, that's like I said, this works for, works for me, but like, yeah, like I just have, I have two little bags on the back. Mm-hmm. One has a change of clothes. Like I, I, I always ride and usually like yeah, like I have one shirt, mm-hmm. one pair of shorts, and then I have like usually like a like a long sleeve shirt, so, shirt something like this mm-hmm. in my bag, um, and I had like a like a pullover rain jacket, um, and uh, yeah, and then like I'd have a small kitchen, like a little pot, little thing of gas, my my spork, my <laughs> spoon and fork, yeah. a little bit of food. Um, I have two two one liter bottles. Uh, this time I had three, three yeah. one liter bottles on my bike. And then on the front of my bike, I have a sleeping bag and a tarp, which I sleep on. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. That's it. Yeah. So when's the last time you use a tent? Uh, the last time I used my tent, it's been, so I, cause I lost my tent. My, my, I, I got robbed in, when I was in Columbia, like <laughs> whatever that was in, tw- yeah, over a year ago. Yeah. Um, but even then, like, I wasn't using my tent that much. Like, uh, I almost, I almost lost my tent. <laughs> I don't think I told you the story last time. I'll just quickly yeah, t- yeah. tell you what happened. But like, um, I was going through Honduras, and this is the so at this point, like, I'm heading south, and I still, yeah, I still had my tent. I was still like experimenting with like trying not to use my tent. I was only using it um, when I absolutely had to. Like, mm. if it was mainly if the bugs were really bad or 
as an emergency if I couldn't find shelter and, you know, you have to, because it's rain season, you have to protect it from the rain. Um, and Honduras, is, it, it can be pretty sketchy. I had a lot of people warn me. It's like, that's the one country in Central America where you got to be really careful. It's mm-hmm. like, and it was, there's a bit of a... Shitty areas. Yeah, like just the vibe there. It's a little bit, like most people skip it. They go from straight from El Salvador to Nicaragua. They're like, just get me out of uh, Honduras. <laughs> and you're like, let's go right through it. Yeah, let's go, let's do it. <laughs> the Darren move. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't, uh, even that, because I actually had a friend who was traveling on a bike um, before me, and he called me when I was in Guatemala. Or, uh, yeah, when I was in Guatemala, and he's like, Dude, I just had, he told me his experience in Honduras. He's like, oh, I got ambushed by all these guys. He's like, it's changed the way I travel now. Like, I'm so scared to sleep outside now. Like, and he was like, he was kind of doing what I'm doing. Just like sleeping without a tent, like wherever you could find. But it really like scared him straight kind of thing. So he's like, I need to tell you this. Like, don't go through Honduras. So I kind of listened to him a little bit. I was like, hey, I'll, I'll just make the sort of the beeline. There's like a 300 kilometer stretch. You can just go. So it's like you can do it in two big, big days. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first day, like, I remember I was going through, and there wasn't really any suitable sleeping options. I was like, oh, this is, but yeah, this looks super sketchy here and super sketchy there. Um, but I ended up finding, like, the one place was, like, under this bridge. So I, like, quickly duck in there. I was like, great, because it's, like, the storm's coming. Like, you yeah. need shelter. And there was a tiny, tiny little, like, I wouldn't even call it like a creek, just like a tiny little stream of um, running water under the bridge. I was like, this is great. I can get some water, cook, cook some breakfast tomorrow, all this mm. stuff. And so I'm like setting up there. I set up my tent, like just the, the inside, like the inner layer. And I left kind of everything outside just because of the bugs. I was like, ah, oh, with this creek, there's probably going to be a lot of mosquitoes here. And um, started sleeping and then like, Maybe, like, a couple hours later, like, the, the thunder and the rain, like, woke me up. It was super intense. It was, like... Yeah, asleep, yeah asleep, sleeping outside. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> even though it was under a bridge, it was, like, wow, this is powerful. Like, you yeah. just hear the rain, like, coming down like an ocean, right? So I'm kind of just, like, making sure everything's okay. You know, there's, there's not, like a, like, a huge stream pouring down on my tent or anything. Like, hey, I think everything's okay. So I kind of, like, laid back down again. And then I'm like, I'm not going to sleep. It's like just so mm-hmm. the noise and everything is so intense. I remember the, the next time I kind of sat up just to like make sure everything was okay. I'm in a bit of a daze. And I was like, I thought I was like hallucinating or something. So I was like, wow, this is so weird. It looks like I'm like floating on like an ocean or something right now. And then my brain clicked and it's like, oh no, this is an illusion. Like literally like this, 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 like there's water everywhere oh no and what had happened was like this tiny little creek it turned into like a flash flood so it's like this 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 river was just like like it already swallowed away like all my everything i had outside the tent oh no i was like oh man if i stay here like (laughs) i'm gonna get swallowed up so like i quickly like uh like unzip my tent and like or get under my tent i'm like run because there's a like a piece of my tent like my rain fly i could see like down the like getting carried wrong by the river so I'm like jumping in, like trying to run after it, like oh, grab it. And um, I, gra- I, I found one of my shoes because it's like all my footwear and all my pieces of my tent all got washed away. My bike was still there. But uh, yeah, so I found one of my shoes, run back, like dr- like uh, rip my tent, like up into like a little bit further up the bank, mm-hmm. throw my bike in there. And I just like sat there waiting for the sun to come up like four hours just like <laughs> i had this luckily little tiny space where i could like i i could i could hide from the from the rain and, yeah. and the river wasn't coming up any further 
And it was so funny because I was like, the next morning I was like, okay, I, I need, like, I need to try to find something put on my foot. Like I only yeah. had one shoe. It's like, I can't pedal with like bare feet. I, I probably could have figured out something like wrapping, you know, wrapping my foot in a, in a, in a rag or sock or yeah. something. I was like, well, I'll just try to at least look for one of my sandals or my shoes. And I, um, so I start walking down this, like, yeah, down the river, like where all the roof that sent you the storm went through. And I was like, I walked like five minutes. I was like, this is so pointless. Like it's so far down. It's so far down. Yeah. And it's like, like literally like just like a landfill, like a landslide, just like bowled through this whole area. It's like, I'm not going to find like a shoe that I lost. Yeah. A little bit of hope. Totally. I was like, well, at least it was a, a tried for five minutes. And on the way back, I found my shoe. <laughs> was, oh, no shit. It was just like barely being held by this like one little twig. I just remember seeing it by the corner of my eye. I was like, oh my God, that's my shoe. This is so funny. <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> so lucky. So it's like, so yeah, I got my shoe and it was like pedaling and I'm like maybe uh, two weeks later uh, was when I got to Columbia and I, I got a, um, some guys robbed me in the middle of the night and they took, it was funny because they took everything that I was like so close to losing that night. So for example, they took my tent, they took my shoes, they took my sandals. And so, and, and I, I, made, I immediately thought about it like right afterwards. It's like, this is so funny. Like they literally took everything that like the river kind of tried to take that night. Yeah. <laughs> like this so stuff the people was... came in and took it. Exactly. It's like, this stuff was never even meant to be, be Fucking mine. Honduras. <laughs> <laughs> so it just, even from that, I was like, Oh, this is so much better now. Like I don't have to carry this tent and like, and then I end up finding like, cause it, before I was just traveling with like uh, trail running shoes, mm-hmm. but like those in the rain, they get wet and you're like, Oh, you got wet socks and everything. So then I just found like sandals. I was like, oh, these are so much better. So it was just like immediately, like <laughs> that was that was unavoidable, like me losing that gear. So like that was the last time I like, yeah, that I would have like slept in a tent. Was that, that yeah, that would have been sometime in like Central America. It probably would have been that in that in that river. So <laughs> river you rapid. still riding your bike with sandals? Yeah. Oh man, you should see my feet. So you're I've got a good tan line on my you're feet. You're <laughs> pedaling like over fifteen thousand kilometers in sandals. Just sandals, man. Like <laughs> Jesus, sandals man. like but like not like flip flops. Yeah. Like okay. double strap, you know. Oh like, the double strap. The old guys that, the yeah. old guy pair with a pair of socks with it. Exactly. Too. And man, I've gone through everything with them. Like I've gone through snow, like I've gone through yeah, like my feet. Jeez. My feet have lost <laughs> like feeling to the to the cold for sure. That's so funny, man. <laughs> it's just your it's like it's your attitude towards the whole thing is very interesting too. It's like I don't know a lot of people that would be like, "Oh fuck!" Like, oh, you know, if I lost that, like, whatever. Right. It's like everyone would be like, "The fuck am I doing here? This is such a <laughs> stupid idea." But you're like, "Oh well, I was gonna lose this stuff anyway." So if those people stole stole it, so it's like whatever. Yeah. Totally. It's like your attitude is always so like positive with anything. It's really fascinating thank you it's definitely something i've learned along from (laughs) like i said this lifestyle on the bike because it's like when you're on the bike you're so vulnerable to so much stuff right like everything everything like the weather the terrain the like the water the food the like traffic so much so like you can't if you allow it like if you allow your mind to like start worrying about one thing like it's just gonna it's gonna ruin your day Yeah. yeah like you're just gonna like Oh, well, I worried about that, and then like, oh, when when's the next time I'm gonna eat? When's the next time I'm gonna get hit by a car? Like, what about that guy who was like looking at me with a yeah? He looks sketchy. Like, you can just get lost in these. So it's like eventually you just learn to like, I'm gonna enjoy this day. <laughs> like whatever happens, I'll deal with it. So do you? Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Do you have more anxiety being back here than you do on the open road on another side of the, on the other side of the planet? Um, 
No, like you I know? would say like I I so far like I would say I've successfully um like kind of brought the sort of same freedom and like the same acceptance into into here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like it's a very different lifestyle, but like there's still like this yeah, like whatever's going to happen is going to happen. It's like there there's there's only so much you can control. Yeah. Or it's like there's so much, only so much you think you can control, right? Yeah, you can't control shit mostly exactly. in life. Yeah, that's why you just have to let it go sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah, like I did what I could. Yeah, like that's all. Just exactly. Let go. Exactly. Yeah, which it's hard to do. It's hard to do for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like I even get nervous where it's like, even if I like call Katie and she's out with the kids and she doesn't pick up, I think the worst right away. Of course. Yeah. It's like you know because you know when you have kids, like it changes you. Right. It's like you know what like true love really is, like towards a child. Mm-hmm. And it's like but as a parent I think that like shifts. It's like you just think the worst. Sure. So it's like it's hard not to have ang- anxiety every day towards that type of stuff. But you go if they're in the car, like you have no control. Right. You can do the best that you can do in the vehicle. But you can't control anything else around you. Right. It's like organized chaos. Of course. What it is. Yeah. It's like, and driving in general yeah. is sketchy. Right. Like, and you have a steel frame around you. Obviously, you're going a lot faster compared to a bike. Right. But bike, like, you're open. Oh, like, yeah. You have nothing <laughs> around you. Yeah. But it's not like, I guess, the roads you ride on, I guess this would be a question. Like, you got to be, like, decent roads, though, because, like, your tires really can't go off-road so much can they no like my setup like no it's definitely more road friendly mm-hmm. um but yeah sometimes like especially the roads in south america it's like they can be really bad like oh yeah i meant no maintenance or anything. no maintenance it's like dirt. yeah or just like massive potholes out of nowhere like you have to be pretty careful in places mm-hmm. and yeah a lot of the times like depending on the country like there's depending if they have like a culture of like bikers like for example, Peru, I would say is the most "quote unquote" dangerous place because it's like not a lot, of, a lot of a lot of people. Like even I meet that was like they're kind of doing what I do. They like skip Peru because it's super like it's very dangerous on the road. <laughs> like there's just there's never space. Like there's never a shoulder, mm-hmm. and the like the drivers don't really understand. What are you doing here? Get in a car? Yeah, it's like like here. It's like okay, there's a bike on the side of the road whatever they're going to be pissed off they're going to be annoyed but like he give needs, you space yeah he needs yeah. a little bit of space but peru it's like they just they expect you to like ride into the side of a cliff or off the side of a cliff or a in the clip, ditch or yeah. something they just like don't they don't care um so like my because <laughs> what i found like in certain not everywhere but like in certain places where you have no space in peru like my my technique which worked for me because it was like you know, if you're riding and there's like a semi coming the uh, the other way, sometimes they'll go out and pass. And so you see them like coming head on to you and you're like, holy shit, like I got to I gotta get out of here. Like this, yeah. guy, this guy's going to, yeah, he's going to run me over. So then like, you know, you pull off the road at the, se- the last second and then next thing you know, like five seconds later, there's another semi coming behind you. He's like grazing your, grazing your bags on the Jeez. side of your bike. You're like, holy shit. So I was like, I'm not enjoying this. Like this is yeah. this is almost too stressful. Yeah. So I was like, here's what I'm gonna do. So I was like, I'm gonna put my headphones in. <laughs> I'm gonna put my hat really low, and I'm just gonna ride. It's like if I get hit, that's great. <laughs> See, that's like, what I'm saying. Your fucking <laughs> attitude's like, well, <laughs> like and t- whatever. And I tell you, like it worked. Like it was like, 
I could, of course, I could feel it. Like I could feel trucks, like literally like grazing the side of me. But I was like, I'm just staring down. If I'm at least, if I'm the trucks that are coming head on, if I'm not making eye contact with them, then they'll maybe, the yeah, maybe they'll like, oh, he, this is just some dumb gringo or whatever. He yeah, can't yeah. see. Like, so I was like, I'm just gonna look, you know, a, a couple meters in front of my front front bike tire, put my head down, music on loud, and just go. <laughs> and it was great. It was like. <laughs> then at the end of the day you're like oh okay yeah, i made it <laughs> do you have a fear of death um i don't think so no because it sure doesn't sound like <laughs> no <laughs> you don't care about if you get killed or injured or fall like i'm sure like a little bit i mean like every person i think has a little bit of fear but it's like just listening to you talk how you like how you go about things on every day it's just like wow like i would say um yeah through some of these situations that like I would be riding through or whatever. And some people would like, look at me like, you're insane. Like, yeah, you're just careless or whatever it is. Mm. And it's not that like, I'm like this, I'm trying to get this like huge hit of like adrenaline and like death defying all the stuff. But honestly, it's like, if I were to get hit by one of those trucks in Peru or bitten by one of these deadly snakes when I'm sleeping outside in mm. Paraguay, whatever it is, like I will like, I fully accept that and I will go at peace. Like there's no, there's no, there'd be no resistance to it. I was like, if this is my time to go, that's great. It's been a wonderful journey. It's like, it's been worthwhile even for like this one beautiful day. So that's kind of what I've always sort of um, held on to. It was like, I don't want, I just want to enjoy this. However, yeah. however, live in the moment. Sort live in of the moment. Deal. Exactly. And did you get like this ever since you started riding or were you like this kind of before? Maybe a little bit before, but this is like, I think like everything that's kind of like all this like experiential learning, like maybe before I was super interested in, you know, different forms of like philosophy and like, uh, you know, styles of meditation and everything. Mm -hmm. But like living this like lifestyle on a bike was just like a very, very um, experiential, um, uh, yeah, like uh, experiential proof of this. Hmm. So it was like a very like, yeah, this is amazing. This is like, this is all I've been interested in. It's all just kind of like, it's all funneling into this. So it, it was just like a really, yeah, beautiful feeling. It's cool. Yeah. It just like, I, I feel like, it's like, yeah, I'm exactly where I need to be. So it's like, if I'm supposed to get hit by a truck today, that's just what's supposed to be. Like, I'm not gonna, it's, it's led me in such a, what, like a beautiful direction thus far that like, I, 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 I trust I trust the process of life, essentially. Like I trust, trust the, the universe. I trust the universe. That is it. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a plan for you. Yeah. It's like there's a flow to it. Yeah. And like I feel like I've been floating in this flow. So it's like I'm not gonna if it's my time to go, great. That's wonderful. And it's like, but it hasn't. So it's like there is still that. Do your parents know this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think so, no. <laughs> but they've grown they've they've they they support me for sure. Yeah. yeah they what do they think of all this? Like um <clears throat> like even your brother, like Brad, I haven't seen him in years. But. Yeah, they, it, 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 it's 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 really interesting to see like my family's sort of reaction on it too, because it's yeah. like they don't necessarily understand it in the same, uh, maybe in the same way that I do, but it's like they see that it's like they they do see that I'm I am sort of following this flow of life and I'm mm -hmm. I'm enjoying it, right? So it's like great, like yeah, 
do it. So I get so much support from all of them. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. You'd hate to have like family members be like, what are you doing? Oh, totally. Like, yeah. You're such an idiot. Like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and because a lot of times, like, I don't travel with like a, I always have my, my phone, but like, I yeah. never have like a data plan or anything. So yeah. it's like, there can be times where I'm like out of touch for weeks. It's kind of just like, yeah, maybe when I find Wi Fi or I'm plugged into a battery. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, I, I never receive messages um, from, obviously like my family like mm-hmm. what, what's what, why haven't you gotten in touch with us for the past like yeah been out of, it's like they just accept it and yeah you think of people asking like how's darren like oh he's just on the road yeah he's somewhere <laughs> like, I that's don't all know. you got he's somewhere he's in, on the road sleeping <laughs> yeah totally somewhere in probably the southern hemisphere or yeah. somewhere like that so like when you go on these like massive trips like are you i guess did i i think i asked you last time if you're like journaling i i started a little bit when i yeah. when i when i left because like and especially when I, I remember when I started, like when I crossed into Mexico, like I said, crossed into that like Latin America culture, mm-hmm. like just the, the acts of generosity and stuff. I was like, I need to write this down. Like I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine this, like this level of kindness and, and compassion. Um, but then after a while, I, I, I actually stopped doing that. So I didn't journal at all because I was like, again, I didn't want it to turn into like a another thing to do, another thing to do, or it's like, yeah. oh, I can use these stories for like a for like a, yeah, for a book or something. I was like, I wanted to like let those experiences like soak in fully mm-hmm. and not be lost and like, okay, I need to remember the details of this for later when I write this in my journal. Um, Cause like the details are almost like, not necessarily irrelevant, but mm-hmm. like the, like the, like when you receive like a very, like an act of kindness or generosity and it just like explodes your heart, whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's like re- like soak in that, like marinate in that, right? Rather yeah. than just like, oh, it was because of this, or try to like yeah reason yeah reason or like intellectualize, just like soak in that like that beauty of whatever it is. You remind me of almost like did you watch the Alpinist? Uh, I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. How you are, guys, do you mean sorry the the book? Uh, it's the climbing guy from Squamish. Oh, okay, no, I'm you, thinking you of need else. to watch it because okay. you sound very similar to him because he was like, people would be like talking about this guy from he was actually from Chilliwack but I think he moved to Squamish and he hiked uh what's that rock face in Squamish uh the chief yeah the chief like yeah. he did in like a record time climbing it he beat like Alex Honnold that free solo guy in Disney like he oh, beat no his way. time wow and then Alex heard about it went there and beat that guy's time or whatever so wow. but uh, he was this crazy guy like going up waterfalls like free solo no rope ice picks and then like climbing to like just in, in cr- crazy stuff but like nobody knew about him right like it's like the same sort of mentality you, you should watch i think it's on i think i watched it on amazon prime i'm not sure if it's still on there but yeah it's called the alpinist you'll probably enjoy it okay it's almost the same like how you're describing this sounds like the same sort of mental set yeah like mental awareness and everything like no i don't care about cameras i don't like no like i'm just doing this like right. leave me be sure you know like yeah, it's just, I want to do this. You're right. You know? Yeah, it's like, this is what feels good, right? Yeah. And it's like, and everyone has their own their own path, essentially. So it's yeah. like, there are guys doing what I'm doing and like documenting it and like releasing it to the world. And it's like, yeah, wonderful. It's not like, it's like, yeah, for me, that's not really my, my yeah, where my sort of interest and enthusiasm is right now. Mm-hmm. And maybe it will be Yeah, like five years down the yeah. road, you might be like, you know what? Yeah. I might just start like a YouTube channel, exactly, or whatever it is. Totally, yeah. yeah. So like, however it, however it unfolds, but like, and it's kind of going back to what I said before. Is like, 
I've just trusted my enthusiasm. Like it's guided me on this absolutely beautiful journey so far. So it's like, if something comes in or someone even gives me an idea, like, oh man, you need to write a book or you need to do this. It's like, thank you for your advice. But like, and if your advice lines up with my enthusiasm, oh man, absolutely. But if it's like, "Ah, yeah, it's a good idea. But I don't know, at the same time, I kind of want to just still. Like Darren, I'll pay for the next five years, 100 grand a year. (laughs) You'd be like, "Mm." (laughs) Right. It's like, oh, that that aligns perfectly, actually. Come to think about it. Now my heart is just (laughs) right. Stole my heart with money. (laughs) Totally. Um, Would you ever do like, uh, like China? Like go around China or anything? Yeah, I've thought about that. Like, because even when I was in Turkey, like, I was, like I said, not really having a plan. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just keep going east. Like, I'll mm. just bike to Vietnam or something. That'd be cool. I heard Vietnam's beautiful. Yeah, it is. But the only thing, like, with Asia is, like, it's a little bit complicated with uh, certain, like, border crossings with visas. So it doesn't really align with my style of, like, not having a plan. Yeah. You kind of have to have, like, a bit of a... Because there are some countries there, like the, the Istan countries, like Uzbekistan and all those... Um, like Georgia and Iran, you can get through, but like there's a lot of countries which is like, yeah, you need to, you know, you need to apply for a visa before you get there. You have to get there on a, you have to cross a certain date. You have 30 days to cross and all this stuff. So it's not quite like a, oh, well, I'll just ride this direction. Oh, the wind's going this way. Okay, I'll turn this way. You kind of mm-hmm. have a bit of like a, a bit of a game plan. So once I found that out, that's when I turned around. I was like, okay, I'm not going to, even crossing from Turkey to, to Iran, I was like, it's going to be, I got to get a visa for Iran and everything. I was like, oh, I'm just going to go back this way. I'll, like, yeah. I'll go up to Eastern Europe. You don't need, you don't have to worry about any visas or anything there. It's just so free. Yeah. Totally. Like you're like, oh, I'm going to turn down this road. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I'm going to go down this road. Exactly. But most people are like, hey, man, what are we doing next week? <laughs> like, I need to know. Yeah. Like, my planner says this. You're like, no, no planner. <laughs> totally. It's a very, like like I said, every morning you just wake up and it's just like, where are we going today? Yeah, it's like, this is like, I have no idea how this day is going to pan out. Who I'm going to cross paths with, like the, yeah, whatever the train or if the wind's going this way, maybe I'll turn that way and you just like have this open freedom. Even like food and everything, water, it's like, I'll find food when I get it or I won't or like, I'll, I'll drink water when I find it, but just like resting in this like freedom of like, I can just go where I want. And that's, that's the real beauty about the bike because like you're never you're fully self-sustained. Like mm-hmm. you have your, you have your means of transport and that's pretty much all you need. It's so like, I guess you have like a spare chain, spare tube, like. No, no, none of that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would you do if you pop your tire? So like I do, I do have a patch repair kit. Yeah. But like I've, my tires, <laughs> man, I haven't had a flat tire since. Well, now you're good. I guess I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. I think the last flat tire I had was in. Uh, was in Texas, and that would have been like, yeah, that would have been a long time ago. That's like, hilarious. So like, I've traveled, yeah. Think of like biking from Texas to here, and then plus whatever like the, yeah, um, Scotland to Turkey to Norway, and then Peru down to there, like without a single flat tire. That's crazy. With two two different sets or three, I guess three. But like, I fa- there's a there's a brand. It's a German brand. They make tires, and they're, like, pretty much bomb-proof. So huh. it's, like, yeah, they're really good. So I don't expect wow. flat tires. Anything could happen, but, yeah, I, I never had any. But even if they did, like, 
it just becomes part of it, right? Like, okay, I got a, I got a flat tire. It's like, I got to fix this. And that happened when I was traveling before, when I didn't have these tires, it'd be like, I remember like pedaling through like the desert of Mexico, like no water. And it's just like, you're, all you're riding it through is just like cacti. So it's like, okay, I got two flat tires. There's no shade. It's 45 degrees. Like, oh, damn. I got to fix both of these. And like every morning you wake up, okay, you got to try and pedal, like look for water, like a little bit. And you look at your bike, it's like two flat tires. Like, okay, you got you to fix it. <laughs> yeah, because I guess it gets to a point where you just go, I got to go with it. Mm-hmm. Like I just have to go with it. Yeah, because exactly. the more you push back against it, like you said, the more you're gonna like freak out and internally just screw everything up. Yeah, like there's no in some situations, like there's no alter, like, there's no like, there's no there's no option of just like pulling out your credit card, right? And like just get me, yeah, get me out of this, get me some comfort, get me like a get me a bottle That's of Gatorade. Not, an option. not at all. Like you're in the middle of nowhere. Like nothing's gonna nothing's gonna help you out wow. nobody knows you're there and it's like it's a very freeing thing right because you're like okay yeah i'm all on my own here there's like even the option to call someone it, it's to be a weird feeling in the first time you yeah, experience that it's really it's really interesting like i said like and even like that like that was the first really intense section i went through like going through that desert mm-hmm. um and yeah like the only thing you come across is like dead animals like you know you see like a dead wild horse you're like yeah, he didn't. That thing can't live out here. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and I have two flat tires. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and no water. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. But again, so it's like, the m- but the more you resist that, the more you like stress out about it. Like, oh, I need to like, I well, this is a huge mistake coming in here. Why didn't I pack like 10 liters of water on my bike? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, that those aren't those thoughts aren't going to help me now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, you might as well just go. And then it all works out. And then you get, you find like some water. And you're just like, wow, like this is like <laughs> the best water ever. <laughs> Even, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's like water that's like my source of water was like would have been water that had been like maybe thrown out of like an old trucker's window with like a tiny little bit. And it just like this one little sip of just like this. <laughs> so you're drinking someone else's water. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it just becomes you, you become so grateful for it. Right. Like wow, like what a gift that I got to find this water and I got to drink it. And it's like, it's brought me, it's just given me just enough to go a little bit further. And then you find another water. But like life becomes so, so simple. And that's another like beautiful thing about it is like you'd wait, like I said, I wake up in the morning and it's like the only thing I have to do today is look for a little bit of water, nothing else. Like I don't have to worry about any of these whatever subconscious things like, oh, what am I going to do after this? Or what should I do later? Like what happened to me yesterday? Like all this stuff. It's just like your life just becomes so simple and so peaceful. Cause you're like, yeah, I never thought of it like that. Yeah. You're like, I'm just going to get on my bike and I'll just, yeah, look for water. That's it. Like, I don't know. It just hits you on a very, like, like I said, a deep level. Like hmm. nothing else really matters. Like it's life is so simple. And so, <laughs> so you're easy. just hunting for like the essential things of life. Yeah, totally. It's like food, water, shelter. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, not even shelter. <laughs> not even shelter, like not even food. pull over when <laughs> it's dark and you're tired and you sleep and then you get up. Yeah, exactly. So even that like shelter, it's like, yeah, you definitely depends where you are. You, you do need to find some shelter, but even that, like, yeah, your life just becomes so, um, so ba- like so simple in that sense. Like, yeah, I just need a little bit of water and something to hold to hide me from the elements. If it's super cold or super hot or super windy or whatever it is, and it's like, 
That's, I don't know, and just like in, um, keeping in that sort of mindset it's, or that, that mind state, it's really, it's really freeing. It's just like... You must have built up your mental toughness, I guess, through the last couple of years like crazy then, sort of in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't know. I, I have noticed that for sure from yeah. like before, like um, how my life was here before. It's just like... Now it's like, okay, yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't say I get stressed out. So you're like <laughs> spoiled so I, here. Yeah. You're like, oh, I got a car, I got walls around I me. I got a wall, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it is. you it know, really someone is. brought me some water. Yeah, you're like, like, wow. For sure. <laughs> yeah. It's a really like, yeah, it's a, it's a different, it's a different, uh, very different lifestyle, but like, but I can celebrate these things, right? It's not like, oh, I miss sleeping like outside in the freezing cold or whatever it is. It's like. I can do that. It's, it's like, it's an adjustment. It's yeah. like, I, and that's the thing, like I'm adjusting to living here. So it's not like, oh, well, I can just easily sleep outside. I'll be more comfortable doing that. It's like, oh no, this is life here. And I'm happy sleeping in like you a room. You can switch back yeah. between the two and not have an issue with it. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I can't eat that. That's way too fancy. It's yeah. Like, like I can't go back to that. Yeah. Because that's what I said to Nick even. I was like, is it weird sleeping on a bed? <laughs> Like you've been sleeping on like a little blow up mattress, yeah. either in a tent or underneath the stars for like over 110 days. Right. Like it's got to be weird for you to come home and be like, oh, I got to turn the light off before I go to bed. Yeah. Versus like little things like that, like yeah. you don't think of. You're like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is. Yeah. And even like, yeah, like I said, that's the thing, like the little things, like living so long with like, just the, the, even things like one pot. Like I just have one of everything. Like I said, mm-hmm. one shirt, one pot, one little spoon, like, and just that. And now it's like, wow, there's like a kitchen where I can use like a knife and yeah. a fork <laughs> and like fridge. There's like a fridge. That's <laughs> huge, right? Like Not a dirt floor. <laughs> yeah. Even like that, like buying food is just so, it's, a, it's an adjustment because it's usually just like you're, if you're buying food, it's like there's just so many like, things that are just automatic to me mm-hmm. it's like yeah you don't buy anything that's going to go bad they can get crushed in your bag mm-hmm. like or yeah they can spoil or anything so just like super super basic and now it's like wow you can like i can like make food and like put the rest of it in the fridge for tomorrow like that's <laughs> yeah. so crazy it's that's, still gonna be there no one's gonna, gonna try to rob there. me Nobody's gonna rob. stream's <laughs> gonna wash me away <laughs> yeah it's a really like it's a really interesting sort of take on on sort of the... It's just cool how you can switch between those different mindsets. Yeah. Like, like I'm just trying to relate. Like, do, I, do I do something like that in my life? Like maybe like going in the cold plunge or going in extreme heat in the sauna. Sure. Where it's like, oh, it's discipline. Yeah. That's what I, I do it for because I know it's healthy for me. It makes me feel good and, and it's discipline. Right. You know, it's just something I do, but it's not like I live in it. Sure. <laughs> you know, from like months at a time. Right. You know, probably die. <laughs> right. But uh, it's just that, because I like to do mental things myself, like creating a stronger mind, learning something new, whatever it is. So it's like really fascinating to me to hear how you explain it almost in a way right. where you can like switch back and forth or like whatever happens, happens. Right. But that's like with anything. Sure. It's like death or food or water or shelter whatever it is like whatever comes just do do your thing yeah the universe is going to do its thing and you're like okay exactly just like laid back okay whatever yeah yeah it's just really it's cool to listen to it's very like inspiring in a way yeah i think a lot of people like that would like listen to you talk about this they'll probably go like holy fuck like you're truly in a way like when you're on the road like free sure 
It's yeah. like you're not thinking about bills. You're not thinking about like you know kids if you had them, if you're married or a mortgage or yeah. like how am I gonna afford this? What am I gonna do? Like hopefully my kids are okay. It's like there's none of that. Yeah. Like there's no distractions. You've created this like world for yourself where there's like there's no bullshit. There's no distractions. You're not concentrating on where you're gonna sleep or how you're gonna sleep. It's just, it's. Nobody, nobody does that. You're the only guy that knows that does this. Yeah. <laughs> and I know quite a few people. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's like, no, Darren's the first. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's like, and like I said, there, there's, because like, and how I really um, got, got reassured and learned all this stuff, because it's like the, the coincidences and like the serendipities, I just, I couldn't ignore them anymore. Like mm-hmm. there's just so many different situations where like, I don't know, just something would, it's like the stars would, would have had to align so perfectly for this to happen, for me to you know, find the shelter seconds before like a torrential, torrential downpour or like somebody just barely saw me and they stopped and they gave me some food when I like haven't eaten in a couple of days or something mm-hmm. like just stuff like that. Like it just started happening so frequently that it was no longer just like, I couldn't just write it off as like, Oh, that was lucky. Or like, that was a coincidence that this happened at the same time as this happened. Like it just became like, wow, there is like this, there is this help from the universe. Like if you, if you're, if you surrender into the flow of it, there's a lot of assistance in that sense. Like life can be very uh, easy and enjoyable. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's what I kept kind of going, diving deeper and deeper into of like, how much can I like let go? And like, how much can I just like surrender into this? And like, yeah. And accept whatever's going to happen out of it. If I end up in the middle of nowhere, like, and yeah, great. But it was like, it always, it always had a happy ending. Essentially. It always had like a celebration at the end. Yeah, like, the way I've thought about this sort of stuff before is, like, oh, you got you got away with this. Right. You're like, oh, you got away got away with this. Yeah. It's like, how many do you have? Like, does everybody have a certain number of those where the universe goes, you know, okay, you can have this one? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, yeah. you know, maybe that's my mentality of, because, yeah. like, I sort of live, obviously live a different lifestyle than you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when I get away with something, I'm like, whoa. How many more do I have of those? Sure. You know, I was like, hmm, that was close. Right. Probably shouldn't have done that. Right. You know, then you go, fuck, why did I do that? Right. You know, it's like, but how many freebies do you have? But if you maybe, like, I don't know if there's, like, woo-woo talk, but it's like, if you fully give up and rely on that sort of, like, communication with the universe, yeah. maybe, like, it's endless? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. However, like, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's any, like, oh, I got away with this one. Because it's like, if that if that's your feeling, if there's any type of guilt or any, like, any sort of, like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, that's just, like, a bit of, like, a redirection, right? It's like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Maybe if it's, if it's at someone else's expense or at the mm-hmm. expense of whatever it is, like, um that's like, okay, that was a valuable lesson to me. And I'm not going to maybe do that again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe I got lucky, but like that was a redirection and it wasn't like a, it wasn't a mistake. More of a lesson. More of a lesson. I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lesson learned. Totally. So it's like, if you're, if you have that realization, it's like, okay, yeah, there's, there's awareness of the lesson there. Right. So it's like, you can, you can use that. Or it's like, if it's a, if it's a true lesson, it's going to hit you on the subconscious level. Mm -hmm. So like for me on the bike, for example, it'd be like, like I never worried about this stuff because it's like I felt like my my intuition was was good enough. So it's like if I was gonna if it's getting cold or something, like I don't I don't have to worry about like where finding somewhere to sleep because it's like that's already gonna be there. 
if it's like, oh, well, there's a place in the, you know, in, in the wide open, it's, it's not even going to be an option. Cause like, no, I know I need some sort of protection from the east blowing wind or whatever it is. Right. So it's like, oh, my sleeping outside three weeks ago, <laughs> waking up at three in the morning. Cause it's like a wind came in. That was the lesson. It's like, it's not like regret, like, oh, I shouldn't have slept here. Hmm. But it's like, oh, okay. Don't do that again. Don't do that again. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's better to pedal a little bit further and like find something more suitable. It's even the same thing with like work. Yeah. It's like, don't do that again. Don't do that again. Like it's like, right. in, you know, when I first started doing renovations years ago, it's like, don't do that. And now it's like, okay, don't do that. Right. Don't say that. Don't do that. <laughs> right. You know, it's like a, a friend of mine too, like he's, he's been in construction for a while, but like he's starting to do more renovations and I'll go and help him do his tile work and stuff like that. And I'll sort of give him pointers along the way. I'm like, why did you do it like this? And I'm like, you should probably should have done it like this. I'm like, just call me. Right. Like, don't make the mistakes I made already. Sure. I'll just skip those for you. Right. Like, Hey, like, why didn't your drywaller do this? Why didn't your plumber move this here? This seems really low. Like what's going on here? You know? And then he's like, Oh, well, I was like, no, no, no. This is what needs to happen here. Like, right. trust me, I've been down this road a bunch. Right. Like, let me just help you out. Don't stick your chest out and go, I'll, you know, I'll figure it out. It's like, just call me. Yeah. If you need a tradesman, if you need an electrician, call me. Right. Like, don't worry about, like, I don't care. Yeah. Just I'll help you out. Sure. You know, don't make the same mistakes I did, even though there's a value to it. Yeah, yeah. But why wouldn't I want to help someone in a way? Mm-hmm. Like, sure, I guess it makes me feel good in a way, but at the same time, it's like, I'm just trying to help you yeah you know it's very simple yeah. i'm not trying to get anything back from you but i just you might need help right it's okay to ask for help mm-hmm. you know but yeah and the more you can stay in this like almost like this this childlike um yeah state of like that's a good way to word it yeah it's like i don't i'm ready to learn or like i don't know i'm mm-hmm. not like set in my way right so it's like oh great like yeah your advice i can use that mm-hmm. rather than like no, 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 I want to deal this. I want to prove to you that I'm not like an idiot. Yeah. Right? I can do this my way. It's like when you have this more openness and like curiosity of it, it just, yeah, that's when you're really like, that's when you really start, start, start soaking in these lessons and everything. Well, yeah, like that child way, how you worded it. It's like when you're a child, like you have no judgment towards really other yeah, people. Exactly. Like you're not discriminating against a race or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's like you like everybody. Yeah. It's, it's like, like that wouldn't make sense, right? You're like, yeah, you're what? like, what do you mean? Like, Why? it's a person, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, doesn't matter if they're different colored skin or wearing a turban or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, it's, it doesn't matter in the end. Yeah. Like, adults aren't like that. Yeah. You get older, you get biases. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, people need to let that shit go. I know. Like, you know, like, <laughs> if he cuts his hand, you cut his hand. Same color. Yeah. Fucking person exactly like you know what i mean like split those differences like get out of here yeah you know and that's where like yeah how you word it like very child mentality you don't care if you get dirty yeah you don't care if you rip your clothes yeah like doesn't matter yeah you're like yeah and it's like whatever yeah, maybe there's some stubbornness there but it's like there's still that sort of like openness right yeah like oh yeah because it's like yeah like with that child like it's like they they're not completely like think that they've got everything figured out it's like oh yeah, oh, yeah. i'm still learning and right. just because they're older yeah. doesn't mean they got their shit together exactly. <laughs> like, yeah you'll slowly learn that as an adult too you're like oh just because you're older than me yeah maybe i thought you'd have your life together you don't you definitely you don't definitely don't yeah like at all right like you sound more of an idiot than i do yeah you got 30 years on me yeah <laughs> yeah it's funny how that happened. It's, just, it's like a 
common thing in high school, right? It's like, oh, the, yeah. listen to the, your elders. Yeah, it's like, like, what? You know, that guy who's, in, who's one year older, like two grades older. Oh, yeah, older, he knows. Like, oh, yeah, they're so, <laughs> yeah, like, so like, wise. It's like, you have 12 <laughs> months on me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how much more can you really know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's something that it just like carries and it like builds and builds and builds. And then, like, yeah. before you know it, it's like, oh. But that's yeah. what makes life fun. Yeah. Is like, just experience moments and, you know, what you're doing. Um, uh, I was going to ask, how'd the body hold up? Um, good. Good? Yeah. yeah. No, it felt like, man, like, and uh, like, cause by the end, like I was, I was pedaling like, oh, well over a hundred kilometers every single day. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like usually between maybe 120, 130, 140 kilometers a day. And it was just like, yeah, my body, like it never, it never, it never felt like I was, it just sort of became normal. <laughs> it's like I'd do that every single day for yeah. for months on end. Same bike still? Same bike. Yeah. Yeah. Because the one you had before that I think gave you back problem, like a low back because yeah. it was too small. That maybe. was my first bike. Yeah. Like a super, super cheap one I bought. Yeah. And then, um, but yeah, this this bike that I have now, um, its name is the Green Lantern. <laughs> the Green Lantern, man, that <laughs> nice. thing's been... He's been a trooper. Like, yeah. I've rebuilt like the transmission and stuff a couple times, but like, it's been it's been good. It's been like it's been treating me really really well. That's good. Yeah, should reach out to the company. I know it's a Vancouver like, company too. Oh, it's, oh, dude, definitely yeah. should. Brody Bikes, if you're listening. Oh, Brody, <laughs> hook me up. Yeah, that, Brody Bikes. That yeah. name does sound familiar, Brody, for a bike. It's a good. It's a yeah. They're they're based out of Vancouver, and it's like. The, yeah, they make good good bikes. Like it's a quality bike. Yeah, you should definitely email them. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Be like, yeah, man, I've taken your bikes from here to here to here. They'd be like, what? Yeah, totally. Like, in sandals. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> be like, what? This guy's yeah. nuts. I'll just give him my Instagram because it's my Instagram is just pictures of their bike. You should, man. Yeah. They'd probably be pumped. They yeah. probably yeah, they'd post your shit and yeah. Be like, hey, man, if you come back home, like we'll fix your bike up, whatever you need. Totally. We'll they might you. reach out to you. Who knows? <laughs> we'll give you, uh, we'll give Brody you bikes. Chain. If you're not listening, you're probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Gretzky and Brody bikes. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we got some sponsors <laughs> coming in. Yeah. Um, do you have any, I guess, I know you don't want to plan stuff. So it's like, do you check in, say like on airlines and be like, you know what? I want to go here. And oh, it's a cheap ticket and you'll just go. Or do you like, okay, time of the year, time it for summertime more, like not such cold temperatures and stuff. Uh, yeah, like I would say a num- uh, f- a few different factors. Yeah. Um, but yeah, usually it's like when something sort of aligns. Like for example, going back to South America the second time. Like, yeah, it just all aligned because I was like, oh, maybe I should. Like, I don't think I'm gonna. It's probably not a good idea to do like a to do a bike to to do like another bike tour, or another bike trip. So like, ah, oh, maybe I should just go somewhere and chill for the winter. Like, I'll mm-hmm. go to Mexico and. I know it really well there. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, the prices aren't too bad. And then, like I said, it just, like, this flight popped up, and it was just, like, ridiculously Don't cheap. Don't pass. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, and there's no additional charge for, like, bringing a bike. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm going with my bike to Peru. Um, so, yeah, a few different factors. But, like, I would say I usually try to, like, um, uh, plan a little bit around, like, yeah, the temperature and stuff. But even that, like... This time, like I said, when I got to south of Chile, like it was, it was cold. It was probably similar to what was here. Like pretty, like the nights would get pretty windy and pretty cold. So like, mm-hmm. okay, I got to start heading north again. I'm just like not really well equipped for this, this type of temperature. Um, but yeah, wherever, like, I think I'm going to be here for a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm going to like be leaving like next week or next month. Yeah. It, it feels pretty good to be, to be here for now. You're probably going to make some money. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. maybe that, that's, yeah, probably, I guess. Yeah. Uh, if that's where some enthusiasm is, <laughs> I guess I'll have to work at some point. Because are you in Van then? No, no. Well, I mean, now I'm just uh, I'm just here in Langley. I'm at, yeah. my, I'm at my folks' place. Oh, right down. Yeah, yeah far on then. 16th. Yeah, yeah, just down there. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But like, yeah. if I if I settle here for a bit, well, yeah, I'll see. I'm not sure if I'll go back to. I was living in like downtown mm-hmm. uh, before, but I'm not sure if I want to go back. I there. can't see you living in downtown no. lifestyle, man. <laughs> I went I went to visit there like a friend uh, like a few days ago, and just like ah, this yeah. is chaos. Yeah, yeah I'm out of here. Yeah, it's like ah, no, I, I don't think I'd want. Yeah, to. it's not for me either. Like yeah. I, you know, where we live, I think is amazing. Yeah, and um. Like, I like visiting downtown. Yeah. Like, I like to see, like, big building. That's kind of cool. Like, the people are, like, food, um, you know, it depends where you go, but food's amazing. Yeah. A lot of nice people. But it's like, all right, I've had my time. I'm out. Yeah. I need to go back to my grass and yard and dog running around. Totally. <laughs> it's like, I can't stay down here. Yeah. yeah. I know. Even that, like, I lived down there for, I don't know, I think about, like, eight or nine years. And it did. It was, like, wonderful lifestyle. It's mm-hmm. like... I don't know. I think that's that was like I've lived that, and it's like I don't see myself going back to it. That's like, D money. Yeah. And then there's Darren. <laughs> there's like right. two. There's two opposites. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so I was like, ah, I've kind of done that. I'm not like looking to recapture the like I had a wonderful time there. It was mm-hmm. amazing, but it's like not trying to re- recapture that lightning, right? It's like yeah, yeah. I, I've maybe maybe I'll never live in Vancouver again. That that'll be totally fine. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll never live in Canada again. Who knows? Yeah. Like, Have you ever like thought about like zigzagging across like the states or anything? Because you went sort of just sort of down. Uh, well, I did like coast. I went down, but then coming back because like I flew from Columbia to Miami and mm-hmm. I pedaled back from Miami, so I kind of went like straight. I did sort of a big diagonal line. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I had a really good experience going through the states. Like, mm-hmm. it, like I said, it's not it's it, it's a different than Latin America, but like, I don't know, I had some really really amazing um, like experiences and like people and everything there. Yeah, like it's where like I remember met like Isaac again. Like, oh yeah, yeah, and we had lost touch for so long, like years and years and years, and like. Yeah, like re, I don't know, reconnect with him. And then he was the one who sort of like reached yeah, out to Yeah, he's the one that reached out to me. And he's like, man, you got to get in touch with D-Money. I was like, oh, what's he doing? And then yeah. I saw I was like, oh, for sure. And it was so cool to be there and like visit him. Because it's like, yeah, I mean, we hadn't, we hadn't even talked for years and yeah. years and years. And just like right away, just like bonded so so quickly and he's like oh man it was so so cool and then yeah he told me he's like yeah you know jamie like he's doing yeah. he's doing a podcast now it's like man, yeah. you should be on it so yeah that was, that, was, that was really funny it's funny how things work out like that totally right yeah 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 like even ryan who i had on last weekend like we played like u10 u11 soccer together yeah and then i saw him come up on like my instagram page he's all you know online coach and you know personal trainers going to school for psychology and uvic in september and uh, we had a really fascinating uh, conversation last week. And that's what I said to him. It's, I'm like, this is kind of cool. Like, years later, it's like, if we would have gone back in time and been on the soccer, like, on the soccer field together, and be like, hey, you know, 20 years from now, yeah. you know, we're going to be sitting down together having a sauna and a cold plunge in a studio. Right. You know, having some bourbon, shooting the shit about health. You go, what? Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of cool how, like, roads 
cross and then eventually way out and then come back together so many years later. Yeah. It's kind of cool how it all sort of universe flows. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like the, there's a constant opportunity for a celebration, right? You're like, yeah. wow, this is like, I would have never thought this. Yeah. That we would have like reconvened. Yeah. And here we are. Well, even you and Isaac, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. It's just like, and it was probably like old times almost in a way within like five minutes. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It really was. But it's like, you know, you see how it's like, and I've had this a few times, like another instance this happened was like, when I was going through, when I was kind of coming towards Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. um, I had gone to Thailand years ago. I think I was there in like 2008 or something. And I had connected with this guy. Like we were both training at this um, Mai Tai boxing camp. We were both there for a month. And just right away, like we hit it off. We were yeah. just like best buds, right? Like right away. And we, we spent like the whole month just like, yeah, just just uh, like a, a really um, cool friendship. Anyways. Yeah. Since then, we hadn't really been in touch. But then when I was biking, I was like, I'm getting close to, like, Croatia and Serbia. And I was like, oh, man, like, I remember Lazar from Serbia, like, that guy I was training with in Thailand. And I didn't have any, because, like, I erased all my social media and everything. But I remembered his name. I was like, he had a really, like, unique name. So I, like, Googled his name, and then there he was. So I was (laughs) like, so I sent him an email and be like, hey, man, remember me? (laughs) Like, it's Darren from, like, 2008 at Rawai my Thai training camp like yeah. um hey like i'm biking across europe right now like are you in serbia because it's like if you are I, <laughs> I can come there and he got back to me and he's like oh for sure like please please come here so i, I went to his uh, like he was living in the capital belgrade and i went there and it was that it's like we hadn't seen or spoken for something like 12 years wow and just instantly there was just like that like you know we we had living very different lives of course like i was this hippie on the bike yeah, and he's yeah. like you know he's got his family he's got this like huge company everything but there's just like that instant bond that instant connection that like never been broken so it's just like wow this is so cool that we get to like celebrate and we get to like relish in this it's that's just like, cool yeah that's really cool yeah. like i wonder what that is I, yeah i think it's just like an understanding right of like yeah. everything that's like behind whatever the the like on the, the face value of it so it's like it doesn't matter of the like it doesn't matter of the like yeah the fact that i'm living on a bike and that like you're big successful in an business guy yeah, it doesn't matter like, there's still like appreciation we have for one another like yeah. it just it, it really lights you up so it's like yeah it's not dependent on anything like that like mm-hmm. anything like the monetary or anything like physical whatever it is it's all sort of behind that that's cool. Yeah. So you've connected with a lot of people have you, have you met anyone else along the way where you've touched base like 10 years later um, it, yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was probably the biggest, but like, yeah. even when I was in back in, uh, South America, I had met a guy in, when I was in Colombia, like from at least a, a year before. Mm-hmm. And he was driving from, uh, Canada down to Patagonia in like his old Volkswagen van. <laughs> nice. And we crossed paths in Colombia and like, yeah, we kind of hung out for the afternoon. And then when I was back in Chile, like a year later, he like sent me a message. He's like, because he saw on my Instagram, he's like, dude, are you back in Chile? Like, I'm here. I was like, oh, no way. Where are you? Let's meet up. Yeah. It's like, as I said, Chile's a pretty big country or like pretty long at least. And he's like, oh, I'm here. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm going to be there tomorrow. <laughs> so <laughs> so well, we, that worked out. Yeah. So we met up again and it was like, yeah, man, this is so funny. Like we've just kind of serendipitously crossed paths again. So it's like, that's happened 
more than a few times yeah that's crazy yeah. i know they brought back i think the volkswagen van oh did they yeah 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 it's all crazy now yeah i think I don't know, it might even be electric oh yeah but yeah yeah they're pretty popular down there because they like i guess they manufacture them in in brazil oh really so you see quite a few of them down in south america they call them combis Combies. So it's like, yeah, those old, like, 60 or 70s Volkswagen. There's a few buses. around here. Yeah. They're super like expensive. Stored. Oh, yeah, I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool to have a van like that. Yeah. A van go travel around like that. Yeah, but, like, even that, though, because it was, like, when I met him, like, he was having so many issues with it. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, you look how long, like, you, you're driving it for. But, like, a bike, it's so simple. Like It's basic. It's so basic. Like, <laughs> frame two wheels chain yeah like <laughs> two pedals it like, really is it's like, the simplest thing you can literally travel so far on yeah probably like look at like your flat tires i know you, you haven't had one what like two years exactly yeah <laughs> it's like insane and like even when something does happen it's like it's so easy you don't um, need a mechanic no definitely you're like not. oh yeah I, I got this yeah and even if you don't like there's always there's always someone who has like, there's always people who know a little bit about bikes, right? Mm -hmm. like, like in Latin America, it's like, I mean, a lot of them, that's their car, right? They just bike around. So there's always somebody who has like, they're not going to fix it like to the standards that like a bike shop would here, but yeah. they'll make it work. Yeah. Like they'll weld stuff or like they'll just make it work because it is fairly simple. Mm -hmm. But you can't do that with like a motor or a car or anything. You no. Be, like make this work. It's like. No, we gotta order that part from <laughs> from Germany. Yeah, like, and like, we can't get it for six weeks. You're like, yeah. fuck, dude, I gotta ride tomorrow, man. Like, come on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Would you ever go to Japan or anything? That'd be uh, kind of cool. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be great. Like, yeah. I've talked to a couple people who've done that. Um, again, like even that level, the Japan. I was thinking, it was like, I I really enjoy at this point, like, uh, like biking without sort of the confines of like borders and stuff. And like Japan, I feel like I'd be there for maybe a, a couple of weeks. It's like, okay, I gotta fly out of here. It's like yeah, it's an like I already did the whole. Island. I did the whole island. Yeah. Yeah. And so who knows? Maybe that'll be the next, the next, uh, the next trip or something a little bit different. Because like for the past while, it's just been nice being like, I'm just gonna head sort of south and like wherever that leads me. Wonderful. You um, might get to a point where it's like, I, I don't know where else to go. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's a lot of places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But like as open as you'd want them to be. Yeah, uh, exactly. And that's kind of why I was pretty happy to be back in uh, like Latin America because there is kind of that like, there's Africa, like Africa's huge, but it's same. It's pretty complicated when you're, because there's so many countries and mm -hmm. Asia is the same. There's so many countries and some are easy to cross and some... Some aren't, so it's like North and South America, and good part of Europe. Yeah, it's usually like no, it's it's perfect for the way I've been doing it. Just like yeah, I'll just kind of free as a bird, and I'll go in this direction if the wind's blowing that way. What about Russia? <laughs> I w if if it was if it was possible, yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think you're gonna be able to go in there for a. There's little so while. much heritage there. That's the yeah yeah, and it's like yeah, I mean you could spend a it's while huge. going through there. Russia's yeah. huge. It's massive. Yeah, so it would be. I, I've talked to someone who's who's biked through there, and it's like, yeah, it's a, and and for me, like, another thing that I was finding a little bit in Europe was like with the language barrier, was like I would I really, I get the most out of it with the with the personal connections and like mm. the personal interactions, and that was something that's a little bit more, a little more rare in most of Europe because it's like if you don't speak the language, it's like it's a little bit. 
it's a little bit more difficult to have those like deep connections through, you know, through conversation. Yeah. So that was another thing. Like, ah, if I was to go somewhere and the language, they don't speak English. It's, uh, I don't know. It's a little bit, it's a little bit different, but like for me, like I speak Spanish. So it's like, Oh, Latin American. It's great. Cause you can yeah. just constantly like, yeah, you, you can't have those interactions. So it seems like you'll probably go back towards that direction from the sounds of it. Could be. Yeah. yeah. Could be like, I could easily, yeah, like I could spend an, spend another lifetime down there. It's really just get another citizenship. Yeah, yeah, you could. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't even really need one. You like, just like, sneak around. Yeah, you can just <laughs> bounce around. It's pretty. It's a little more loose there. <laughs> like the rules, like yeah, yeah. It's not just, like here. No, we're like trying to get like a citizenship that the states will be like eighteen months. Yeah, totally. With all these fees and yeah, and everything. Yeah, but there, it's a little bit more like. Just even like the whole mentality and the culture, it's like, meh, yeah. If you want, you can. We'll 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 figure it out. We'll like, accept you. Come we'll on, accept you. yeah. You <laughs> we need more. We need more white people. Yeah, just bring a couple couple extra American dollars, and you'll be you'll be fine. Nice. So it's yeah, it's a lot more, a lot, lot less rigid down yeah. there because like here, you can't. Like that would be one example, right? Of like, okay, yeah, maybe in some of those places there, like you could never bribe like the police here. Like, no, no, like, there's not a chance. It's not like if someone's writing you a ticket, you're like, you know, slip hey, an extra 20 or yeah, something. Yeah, they're like, this is nothing. <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> like, there wouldn't even be an option, right? And there, in some places, not all, not every country, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, you probably could uh, get away with like, you know, slipping the, slipping like the police officer uh, an extra, an extra bill or something. But like, you carry that into like their whole culture where it's kind of like, it's not necessarily like, oh, money. Uh, money talks and like, yeah, oh, the rich are gonna, the rich are gonna grow richer, but it's just kind of like the whole. Uh, it's like the the more, like I said, it's not so rigid there. It's like these are the rules. You follow the rules. But it's a windy road, not a yeah. straight one. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. yeah, we're all just kind of figuring this out and like, yeah, maybe this isn't by the book, but like, yeah, we'll we'll make it work. Yeah. And so it's like. Maybe using the the bribing the police officer is a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> it's an example. <laughs> you know example. what I mean? It's like, yeah. It's an example. It's like everything's Leisure. everything's a little bit more loosey goosey. Yeah. Even like timing and everything. Like, it's just like yeah, we'll meet. It's it's not like if you're meeting someone in uh, like Mexico or like Colombia or something. Like oh, let's meet for coffee at like three thirty. Like here, it's like yeah, you'll you'll be there three thirty. But there, it's kind of like they wouldn't even usually say that. Like yeah, we'll. I don't know. We'll, we'll see each other at some point during the afternoon. Like maybe. you're like, no, man. What time? Like I got shit to do. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not <laughs> like it's like. Oh, maybe it'll be sometime between three and four. Like there, it's just there's a lot less like. That'd be a hard adjustment for most people. It is. It's That'd really stressful. Really tough. You'd be like, "What are we talking about?" Yeah, like what? what it's it's three thirty-five. Where is this person? And they're like, oh, "Yeah, you'll show you're like, up." Man, like I gotta be home by five. Like, where are you? <laughs> it's like I only gave you an hour and a half, and now you're like, "Oh, only give me an hour." Totally. So that's where like sometimes these cultures, like once you, if you're not like adapted to it, it can be like. It can be like butting heads a little bit. They're like, why are you so upset? You're like, bro, I've been waiting here for like 45 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, who cares? Like, what what else did you have to do today? It's kind of like that. Like, what's the what's the worry? Yeah. Like when you're on like these big long stretches of road, riding like say probably 100k without stopping, whatever it is. Like, uh-huh. what do you have like a thought pattern that goes through your head or music you listen to? Sometimes nothing. It's just the sound of the tires on the road or whatever it is. It depends. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes, yeah. I'm, I, it's, if there's no traffic and if there is like, um, then yeah, I usually don't listen to anything else. Like, um, 
who won't listen to music or, or, or uh, yeah, podcast or anything, if it's like, yeah, especially if you're somewhere like, you know, by the ocean, you got like the waves or the wind yeah. or the birds. Just the natural sounds beautiful it's, enough. It's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. You just like, because you get so in tune with like the whole atmosphere of just, you know, you feel the wind on your skin, your face, and like yeah. hearing the sounds and like, oh, it's just, yeah, it's, it's so like you almost want to like, you just said dive deeper. Just experience like, it all. Totally. And, but yeah, if there's traffic or something, yeah, maybe I'll sometimes listen to music. Yeah. Or, um, I mean, that's kind of how I learned the language, just like constantly listen to like podcasts and Spanish music and mm-hmm. Spanish podcasts and stuff like that. So hmm. it, would, it would be, yeah, usually whatever I'm feeling. But like, oh man, sometimes if you're in, especially in places like Chile or like Peru, you're like up in the mountains. It's just like gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah. You, like you don't need anything to enhance the experience. You don't need like a, like a, like a, you know, like a, a cool song while you're like riding down this like <laughs> yeah, crazy no. it's just like pff, wow it's, it's so you must enjoy being by yourself but you're also a pe- people person you love having conversations with totally complete strangers you first met yeah and everything for but sure you probably enjoy also being by yourself absolutely yeah yeah it's another thing that i can like i can i can do both of like i i wouldn't say like i ever long for one or the other like i can be on my own for days on end mm-hmm. without speaking to anyone um, which was l- 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 the case uh, in most of Europe. Yeah. We're just like, yeah, you, I was like, man, I don't think I've opened my mouth in like <laughs> <You're> <laughs> a like, ah, week. stretching your mouth. <laughs> totally. Whereas in like in places in Latin America, like you couldn't get away from conversations if you tried. Yeah. Like sometimes it'd be like, and this thing is it's kind of what I'm providing them. Like I'm not, I would never cut anyone off or be like, oh, sorry, no, I've, I've got to go or I'm hungry, whatever it was. Yeah. Like, if anyone wants to come and, give me the time like it's my duty and like i owe them for one of the thousands or hundreds of like acts of generosity that were given to me so selflessly so like the very least i can do is give this person my full attention and like Mm -hmm. answer whatever whatever he's asking you know if i've already answered it 18 times like in the past in the past hour um so like but it was funny like in some places it's like I'd be like, okay, like this is a perfect spot. Like I'm in the woods, like in the middle of nowhere. I can sit, like I'm so hungry. I can like, you know, try and cut up a little bit of food and eat it. And like, as soon as you sit down, someone just like pops out of nowhere. Like, hey, like, <laughs> what are you doing here? Like, hey, can I, where, where'd you come from? Where are you going? And you're like, okay, I guess I'll have to eat in a little bit. Oh yeah, here, I'm just doing this and this and this. It's, it's so funny. Like, was it you. constantly the same questions a lot of the time? Like, what are you doing? Why are you, like, usually, where are you from? Usually, yeah. Like, Canadian like what are you doing all the way here totally. like it's always like where are you where are you coming from and where are you going yeah um but like but it's funny because like sometimes the questions are so like they can be really interesting sometimes like um like something that has nothing to do with like my even like my trip like it'd be interesting like why are you interested in this like I'm thinking of one example like I remember it was in I think it was in Argentina and I was sitting down I'm like cutting up some 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 food like cutting up some vegetables and this guy like instantly comes up to me and he's like wow like you're <coughs> pardon me you're living on this bike it's like where wh-? like and that's how you eat like you just like cut stuff up with that knife and you eat that it's like <laughs> oh yeah i'm just kind of making a bit of a salad and i'll put some of this and mix it all up it's like wow like do you do you travel with like a i don't know like a knife sharpener or something i was like no 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 this is all i have like it's good <laughs> enough he's like but it stays sharp. That's the sort of thing. I was like, like that's man, your concern? Yeah, I was like, man, <laughs> sharp I've been, knife. I've been biking for the past two years from like Canada to here. 
I've been across so much stuff, and you're interested about my knife that I'm using to cut up like a cucumber. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is great. And then we talked about this knife for like... <laughs> That's such a like strange f- way to approach it, a conversation. It was. Like so like you get that once in a while, and like you can't like... So you have to embrace, like celebrate that. Like this is, this is beautiful. Like we're talking, like you don't have any questions about like, I don't know who I am or where I'm going. Like you want to talk about this knife. (laughs) I bought this, I think I bought this knife at a Walmart in the United States. (laughs) Like it's not, it doesn't have that much of a a fascinating history, but like there's stuff like that, which always just like, wow, this is really cool. This is what you're interested about. So there's always kind of these curveballs that come in. Yeah. But generally, yeah, it's like, it's a good way to learn the language too. Cause it's like when I got to Brazil and they speak Portuguese, like I was like, I don't speak Portuguese, but you learn pretty quickly. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. okay, this guy coming at me, he's probably asking me where I'm from. from. And then like, Oh, so you, you pick up the language, you learn the language qu- quite, uh, quite easily from that. Cause you kind of guess their questions and you sort of translate in your mind like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. Hmm. So that was, that was really helpful too. Is there any other like really big lessons you've learned in the last couple of years from, this experience like i would say like i said the biggest one is kind of like what we've talked about just like surrendering Surrendering. into into what's going to happen but like another big one like and we and we've and i think we've kind of talked about is just like how like how capable the body is right like how that's why it's fascinating to me like how do you do this and not have that's why i'm like how's the body yeah it's great (laughs) it's like like, (laughs) so it's like it's a, a deep appreciation for the body as well of like Cause yeah, like I've been like super long stretches without even like healthy food, right? You just kind of just like take what you can get. What you're doing though, like the amount of calories you burn on, it doesn't freaking matter. It doesn't matter. No. Like, your body's like, just give me anything. Yeah. Yeah. Man, like I've gone like stretches where like I'm just eating food that I find in the garbage. <laughs> and, like, and like I said, like, and <laughs> drinking water that's like, that somebody's already drank and they oh, probably yeah. like spit, spit back into yeah, it yeah, yeah. and i've never gotten sick the only exception was like the lyme disease the lyme, yeah. um but like i've never uh maybe a couple stomach issues like minor but i've never um like i've never been sick to the point where like i couldn't ride my bike like i always would ride even mm-hmm. though, like i was like okay i got some diarrhea or like still going on the bike yeah it's like i'll just i'd rather pedal this out rather than just like sit and sit and wait for it to pass and then like yeah like a few hours later you're like your body's like, okay, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta fix this. We gotta get this stuff out, new stuff in. And it's like, wow, the, the human body's really. I think it is extremely powerful and strong, and we probably living in the Western world with all our medicine and health kicks and everything don't fully understand like what the body's truly capable of doing. Yeah, totally. Like, it is designed to live in the wild. Yeah, and go days without eating, and yeah sleep in the cold and sleep in the heat and, and everything like that. Yeah. You know, but people are soft. Yeah. They're, they get, they're only getting softer too. <laughs> yeah. And I think like what, and again, what I started learning about was like how the body like almost holds this sort of like knowledge and everything. Mm-hmm. Cause like a lot of this stuff, like I wasn't learning it from like reading these survival books or like asking people like, Oh, what do I do in this situation? But I was like, I'm, I'm finding like getting myself into these situations and like, wow, like, I kind of figured that out. Like, my yeah. body just, like, goes into this automatic response. Like, I don't know, even little things, like s- sleeping in positions, like the fetal position keeps, like, a little bit more uh, warmth rather yeah. than, like, sleeping on your back. Yeah. It's like, you just learn that, right? Like, 
your like you'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh, okay, yeah, my body wants to be here. It's like there's almost like this knowledge that's like it's a survival. Yeah, it's like it's it's in our body, right? Like it's it comes out when needed. It's yeah, it's like, like a primal instinct. Yeah, in a way, that's what like, I found with hunting. Sure. As soon as I first first time ever went hunting, I was like, wow, this is like sort of programmed in you a bit. Mm-hmm. Like you're like out in the woods and like, you know, you're talking all quiet, walking all slow, and you're like, oh. Like, this is already sort of wired in our brains to do this. Sure. You're like, it's the same sort of thing like you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, it's just it's already in there. You didn't need it's to, like, like just forget about, about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because as soon as we moved into houses and, you know, you're taking away living out in the wild where things can kill you and stuff like that when you're sleeping or jack your children, whatever it is, as soon as you put walls and a roof and everything, all that sort of, like, dissipated, all the fear and the anxiety. Yeah. But now it's opposite. Now it's people are indoors too much. Yeah. And not getting out in the wild enough, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a very, like, yeah, it's a very, like I said, another, like, experiential thing. They're like, wow, yeah, my body knows how to take care of itself. So it's like waking up in the middle of the night from, like, I don't know, a rustle or something. It's like, yeah, my body's got it. Like, I don't necessarily have to... Um, overload my mind of like i need to be aware yeah there's something that could attack me out of this like out mm. of this bush beside me it's like my body is going to take care of itself like it's got that knowledge inside of it it's like i can i can relax a little bit big trust big trust big trust yeah yeah <laughs> yeah wow jeez man <laughs> so crazy it's just it's 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 just funny to listen to because, like, I, I haven't had anyone else in the studio, like, besides Nick, like, sleeping under the stars on the trail and stuff. But um, do what you do. Like, I don't know anyone. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, like... But a good crazy. I like it. It's yeah, it's thank fun. you. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Because it's funny, like, even the leaving a lot of the people that I meet, like, doing what I'm doing, like, bike traveling, like, a lot of them will, like, a lot of people I meet, they look at me like, wow, like, you're, like you're super extreme. Like you don't even yeah. travel with like a sleeping pad or tent or anything. And it's not that like, Oh, I've reached this level of like, Oh, I've mastered this and I yeah. can do this with nothing and all this stuff. It's like, no, this is just how I enjoy doing it. It's mm-hmm. not like I'm still learning. I'm still open to whatever it is, but it's, um, yeah, there's no, like, there's no formula of like, here's how you need to do it. Here's mm-hmm. how you work up to like sleeping without a, sleeping or whatever you without just do it. it you just do it yeah. yeah it's like yeah if you don't want to do it that's fine <laughs> it's not it's definitely not a prescription for everyone yeah I'd, I'd be super nervous like even if i have like the odd time like i have a bath and i know no one's home and the door is closed right i'll put my head underneath the water but the water is deep enough where my nose can be out uh-huh. so then I, i'll just close my eyes and breathe but i still get the feeling like someone's gonna come into this bathroom right yeah it's like i still like i'll be like two three minutes and i'll I'll you know poke my head up. Yeah. And just be like, why do why why am I paranoid? Like I know nobody's home. Right. Like is someone gonna break in? Sure. It's like I don't, I don't know maybe and they're gonna come like yeah. stab me when I'm in the tub or something like. Yeah. But little shit like that stuff pops up in my head like it's like that. No, like keep yeah. your eyes open. Yeah. You yeah. need to be aware of what's are going around you. Right. Right. So when I hear like you or Nick talk about like oh yeah I sleep out in no tent I'll be like what the fuck are you guys like really like yeah. Jesus. It's a bit of a, yeah, for me, it was a, cause I, I started with that as well, of like, especially sleeping. Like, I mean, when I started and you're in Canada or United States, like there's a little bit like, yeah, I mean, am I going to get, is, is there going to be some like cop or some like park ranger that tells me that I can't sleep here? You're kind of always like, Ugh. yeah, on edge of it. Yeah. I like feel like unwelcome. 
or with animals, right? Like when I started, it was like Vancouver Island. Like I think there's bears yeah, here. Bears, like, yeah. I gotta be careful. And, but and then eventually, it's like, no, I'm welcome here. Like this is, yeah. Like what? what why am I? What am I worried about? Like and what's a tent really gonna do when it's literally like exactly so thin? You exactly. can just be like slice. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like no protection. Totally. So it's like, and you, you eventually, it's like, yeah, I'm welcome wherever. Just accepting it. Accepting it, yeah. yeah. And so, like that, that helped me, like that helped me hugely. It was just like, I'll sleep wherever I need to, and like if somebody finds me, which is very rare, but it it, it definitely has happened, and they've like kicked me out. Like that's happened maybe once or twice. Mm. It's like that's fine. Like I'll go somewhere else. It's no, it's no, like I, I don't need to, yeah, uh, stay awake or something. Like oh, what if he comes and tells me I can't sleep here? It's like yeah, it's. I okay, feel welcome everywhere. Move. Exactly, I'll move. <laughs> it's it's no no problem. You almost should get like a tack for your bike. A witch? Like a tack where it tells you how far you've gone. Oh, so you're yeah. not worrying about oh, where did I go again? Or look on your phone. It's just like a thing that just rolls over, like keeping K like on a car. Yeah. I wonder if there's something out there like that. They do. Oh yeah, they're very common, like computers. So you hook it up to your wheel and it tells you how like yeah. how far you've gone. Um but yeah, like even from the get go, like I didn't really want even that because it was like I think with that, when what somebody told me very early on, it's like if you have one of those, you can get kind of too focused on the numbers because, like, you're looking at like you're looking at those numbers it's like all counting day. your steps. Yeah, and you're <laughs> but not even that. It's not like your Apple Watch at the end of the day. Like, oh yeah, I went ten thousand steps. Yeah, it's like you're you know you're staring at your handlebars right in front of you for like ten hours. It yeah. was like there's one more K and there's another K and there's another K. And it's like oh maybe I can get up to hundred kilometers today. And your trip, it just kind of like all these numbers sort of overload the, like the actual enjoyment of like, wow, look at this like forest I'm going through or like, mm-hmm. look at this. And you can be kind of, you lose some focus to like the actual, like, wow, I'm going to, I'm going to hit 10,000 K tomorrow or something. Yeah. And you're, you're kind of losing the, the, the present moment a little bit. Yeah. That wouldn't be the Darren way. No. <laughs> <laughs> Darren way is one shirt, one bike. Yeah, exactly. One shirt, one, one pair bike, of sandals, one sandals and one, one pair of wired earbuds. <laughs> yeah. Cause I want to ask you like, Oh, what's next? But it's like, there is no. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Like I said, I, it, it feels, it feels great to be here now. So be like, back home. Yeah, yeah. So like, I don't think I'm going to be, um, yeah, taking off next week or anything, something, anything could change, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's feeling like, and you know what? Maybe that was the last time I ever ride my bike like that again. Or that's the last time I'm I'm gonna be the one shirt, <laughs> one <laughs> pair of sandals, Darren. Um, and that, that's like that's fine. Like there's no there's no attachment to it of like no, I've like found this thing now, and I need to like squeeze as hard as I can the juice out of this because like I found so much whatever lessons or I found so much happiness out of mm-hmm. it. It's like man, if this is if my next chapter of life is like never leaving Langley again or like I'd be disappointed <laughs> I'd, I'd, yeah I'd push you up be like no you're not done yet get back out on the road you come back on the podcast in nine months right yeah I don't think I'd let it happen I'd be like no okay good no. maybe that's that's why I'm here this is yeah, why this is my purpose for you is to be like no you're not done right go home go work go make some money and right. then get back out on the road sure yeah but and like that's I guess I want to say like that's where my trust is of the universe, right? So it's like if I'm not meant to be here, 
I'll know and like I'll I'll get kicked out of here one way or another. And maybe that will come directly from your mouth. Like Probably from your parents. Or it could be <laughs> they'll be like, get out of the house, stop eating our food. <laughs> yeah. So one of the, either you or my oh, parents yeah. like you, you I'll need take to, responsibility you need for to that. Take, yeah, you I'll be like, I haven't here. seen any new photos for six months. It should be time for you to leave. And you'll totally. be like, you know what? Fuck he's right. Yeah. And he'd be like, Hey, I bought a plane ticket, see you in nine months. I'd be like, sounds good. Right. But like <laughs> and that would be part of like like I said, that would be part of that universe guiding me, right? Yeah. So it wouldn't be like, oh, I need to just listen to everything, what somebody's telling me. Yeah, somebody's yeah. telling me I need to go. But like, if it's like, maybe, I, maybe one morning I'd wake up and be like, oh, you know what? I kind of like, yeah, I kind of miss Brazil a mm. little bit. And then maybe like, the, like an hour later, I'm going to get a text from you and you're going to be like, dude, why are you still here? You should like go back on yeah, your bike. Yeah, you'd be like, ding. It would just be like, there's... Yeah it would be like, yeah, of course. There's like this, you know, there's mm. like this. Or you have like a dream. Totally. You'd be like, you know what? Wake up. You'd be like, okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get like a email from like the airline company, like oh, right. a special deal. You're like, okay. Exactly. It's a sign. That's, and that's how I've kind of uh, always planned before of just like, oh yeah, I can't ignore these signs, whatever it is. Or it's like, like I said, my flight from my second flight back, like, I paid $60, $60 US. So it'd be like 80 Canadian for a flight from here to Peru. And I included my bicycle. Like, that's insane, right? What? You can't even fly to like Victoria for that. <laughs> yeah, because we fly like down to Palm Springs and it's like one way from like Bellingham to Palm Springs, like 75 bucks. Yeah. And I'm like, how are you guys in business? I know, <laughs> like, right? It's how like, do you do how this? do you make money? Yeah. Yeah. So that was a thing. It was like, yeah, this That's is a like, no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Like, even if I don't go, like, it's not even, like, a big loss or anything. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm just going to have to buy it. And then when I found out that included my bike as well, I was like, okay, well, yeah, now, I ha- now it's like, now I have to go. And then everything else aligned of just, like, yeah, I, like, I'm, I, was meant to, I was meant to be back here. Well, you've like, set your life up to the point where you can literally just wake up one morning, book a flight, and leave the next day. Yeah, absolutely. I don't really know anyone that does can actually <laughs> do that. Right. It's like, no, man, I got work. I got family. I got kids. I got bills. Like, I could, there's no way. Like, if I book something tonight, it's like, no, I couldn't just get up and go. <laughs> like, it wouldn't, like, technically I could. Yeah. But I'd be like, okay, well. Right. What about this job you're on? <laughs> like, you know? Of course. You see all these strings. Sure. However, like, you could do the same thing as me in just, like, a different form. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like. figure it out. Yeah, but it's like, okay, maybe I, or like my life, like I need to go to Peru on a uh, on a flight that I booked for tomorrow morning. Mm. And I need to go there with my bicycle and I'm going to like, wow, I'm free as a bird. However, like anyone else can experience that same thing, doing whatever, doing whatever hand they're dealt, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm going, I'm doing that in order to like relish, in order to celebrate this freedom, which I truly am. And anyone else can do that with, well, yeah, with, with whatever they have in front of them. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, well, one day maybe if I didn't have this and yeah. X, Y, Z or Just I excuses. had more money. Excuses. Yeah. But it's like, no, you can celebrate. Um, you can celebrate just as I am mm-hmm. with whatever you have in front of it, with your family, or with your negative $5,000 you have in the bank account. Like, yeah. you have the opportunity. Like, it's your birthright to, in order to celebrate this day mm-hmm. or this life. Yeah. So it's like you don't necessarily need to do what I'm doing or what he's doing or what she's doing. You just experience that feeling you get in a different way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the you know the feeling of 
the feeling of freedom, the feeling of love. Like mm-hmm. it's it's something shared. It's not like, oh, well, yours is more because it's like, yeah, you have that, and I have. I only, I'm stuck with this, so it's mm-hmm. like my happiness isn't on the same level of yours. It's like no, everyone's. You don't always need to compare. Exactly. Yeah. Take take the emotional part of it, but not like the physical part in a way. Yeah. 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 Like don't yeah don't intellectualize it. Yeah. Right? It's like that would make me happier if I had what he had. It's like no, you you have you have that opportunity right now to experience that happiness. It's true though. Yeah. Wise words, <laughs> wise words from Darren. Yeah, and that's the problem with like even like the whole like social media thing. Yeah. It's like constant comparison. Sure. It's like, well, why does he have that? Right. Why can't I have that? Yeah. And then that just like, like just said, spirals. It's, yeah, it sends you down a spiral. Like it just separates you further and further from accessing that like immediately. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I have that now. Like I have everything I need. I'm fully equipped to feel, feel at peace, feel happy, feel loved, all of this. Like that's, that's within. Because even if you didn't say, have a house to come back to here. Yeah. It's like you'd figure out a way. It wouldn't, yeah. Yeah. No concern. No concern. Like, it's funny because it's like, yeah, like I would I would adapt to whatever, however needed. So it's like, yeah, if I didn't have a, like a place to come back and like crash with my parents, like I wouldn't care. <laughs> like I would find yeah. something else. But yeah. I wouldn't. Like I found so much comfort in sleeping in the middle of nowhere with like, zero anything yeah it's like, yeah it's great like i don't need to I, like i don't need to hold this net underneath me of like well i still have the safety net in case you mm-hmm. know i need to you know go back here it's like no it's 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 unneeded like if i'm not supposed to be there i won't be there you're like uh, into the wild <laughs> a little bit yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's a great movie it's a good i yeah. really like that movie absolutely and eddie van Freaking soundtrack to that movie is unreal. It is really good. Yeah, yeah. I listened to it recently. I was yeah, like, it's man. so good. I used to listen to it all Hard the time. Sun. Oh man, yeah. it's really good. And no. it's cool because they show the actual picture of the guy at the end. Yeah, like he's sitting up against the bus. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how he went though, but that's what can happen. Sure, you know, you're like you mistaken like was it wasn't it veins on the plant or whatever yeah. they're supposed to be horizontal or vertical, but he ate the wrong ones. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, oh, no. And, and he was like... You can't do anything. Can't do anything about it, man. Yeah. You're in the middle of nowhere. Sure. It's like, put your clothes on. And But then he said, I don't know if it's true, if it's based just, you know, Hollywood version, but but I think he wrote down, like, you know, like life's supposed to be shared or like something like that. Happiness only exists when shared or something. Yeah, when shared. Yeah. You, you know, you're not meant to live by yourself. Yeah. But even though there's, like, guys... I watched this video the other day of this guy. I think he's like 75, 80. He lives in the middle of Siberia where it gets like negative 72 in the winter. And like he just lives in this cabin by himself. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Right. (laughs) He has to like go outside and chop wood like three times a day. Right. Like because it just gets, it's so cold. You're just constantly trying to. Constantly trying to. Like you, you have to wake up in the middle of the night to make sure your fire's still going. And wow! Everything it's just like minus seventy two. I'm like, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, that other really one I like is um, Alone in the Wilderness. I think. Okay. It's um, Twin Lakes, and I think it was Alaska, and the guy lived up there till like he was in like his eighties, but he built his own cabin, 
Like you would probably really like it. It's it's some fascinating woodwork he does. He makes like a lock and handle. He makes his own little fridge under the ground. He makes his own chimney and hunts and gathers berries and fishes and he films the whole thing and it's like back in the day. Yeah. But it's really cool. Like he's like hand ripping like twenty foot logs. No like way. That's exhausting to watch. Right. I just couldn't imagine your freaking arm and your shoulder doing that. That twenty foot log ripping in. He's like builds his own log cabin and it's just it's crazy yeah it's crazy wow. it's such a cool like i it used to be on like pbs all the time before like satellite and netflix came along it was just like st- standard what was it how many channels were there 58 channels yeah, or whatever yeah. it was sure and uh yeah it was channel 26 i think it was pbs public public news 26 state? yeah i think of something like that but uh yeah like it's a really cool really cool uh documentary yeah but, but like he, that's his that's his life that right? was his like, life he was literally his... up there for like how long was he there for 30 or 40 years yeah i think by himself right but then like i guess the winters got like really cold right like he's like i can't be here anymore yeah he was like 85 86 or something like that Jeez. i was like oh my god yeah but people but it, were built different yeah <laughs> and it's there's something about that simplicity right of like yeah he just wakes up and like yeah this is what i gotta do i gotta yeah. f- cut this log down however i can and like yeah do, it's like just sur- survival survival yeah. yeah and like i said that that simplicity like i remember i met a guy in uh in el salvador he invited me into his place and like we slept yeah i mean He's like, yeah, I have an extra hammock. You can come in. You can you can sleep you can stay in that. Sleep in the hammock. Nice. And he just had two like his his whole place was probably about the size of this room. And just like, yeah, I had two hammocks. That was that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um and I remember telling him in the morning, I was like, okay, like what time do you wake up? Because like usually I start pedaling pretty early. He's like, Oh no, I wake up at I wake up at 3:30. Because he what he did, like he sold ice cream. Um he just walked around with a little cart selling ice cream. He's like, yeah, yeah, I start, I start working at like 3.30. And I'm like asking him, I was like, you start working at 3.30? But like you sell ice cream. Like who's buying ice cream? Is up. He's like, yeah, because there's people that, you know, get up and get the bus. And I got to do this and that. I just, it didn't really make sense to me. I was like, why would you start at 3.30? Or like you wake up at 3.30, what, you're out the door by 4? It's like, it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And then so the next morning I wake up when he does, obviously. And it's like, he starts the process of, making his ice cream which uh-huh. takes three hours every single morning because it's like it's all handmade Hand like he wow. like it's like this huge process where it's like uh he had this like and it's, everything's just sort of handmade yeah but he like puts the salt into like ice so it, it cools the water more and he starts spinning this thing so it like he starts spinning the you know the cream yeah. and the sugar and everything so it like and he's got to spin that thing for three hours in order for it to create like Jesus. a sh- uh, shorbet or whatever it is. And it's like, oh, so he's, he's finished by like, he's finished by about like seven in the morning and then he'll go into the street by like eight and he'll start selling it. It's like, that's wow. his day every day. And it was so interesting. I was like, you know, you could easily, very easily come up with a different system. Like, yeah, yeah. Where you don't have to like, like they have ice cream machines. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even just a sl- simple little pulley system where he's not but like. Did he have power and stuff? Uh, he had power, yeah, yeah, but like just a little light bulb, that was it. Yeah. Like nothing, like gas cooker, a little stove top with propane, but like that was pretty much it. Like he probably made, yeah, maybe like 2 or $3 a day. But it's like, yeah, that's, that's all he needs. Once in a while, oh, there's shit. someone like me coming across and you're like, oh, yeah, here, I got some food for you. Like, there you go. It's like, it's crazy. Like is That's that, that third world mentality. Oh, I don't even know why it's called the third world, but. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like it's. 
they're happier than us. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that's the strange thing. Yeah. And they're willing to give anything to you. Yeah. To help you. Absolutely. Where if it's the opposite, it's like, oh, get away from me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, like, what? It is. And it's like, and they get so much out of it, right? Like, they get, because it's like the act of giving, um, giving generously and giving carelessly. Like, it really does. It's a really beautiful thing. It's something that, like, a lot of people miss the opportunity of, of like, selfless giving mm-hmm. of like giving a donation without having your name on it of like, Oh, I want to be thanked in the credits or something. Yeah. Just like, I'm just doing this just for the good of it. Yeah. And that's a lot of their mentality. I think that's a big difference here. It's like, there's a lot of generous people here. Um, but they want a plaque. Yeah. Or they just want something out of it. It's like, ah, maybe my name just wants, I just want to receive a little bit of credit, a little bit of credit. Yeah. It doesn't matter much. Just a simple thank you with mm-hmm. my name or something. It can be very subtle, but like the the full act of like like I said that total careless, um, unconditional generosity. It's like, it's it's their norm. Well, that's why here it's like you know people are just hooked on materialistic things, sure. having the new iPhone, right. having the new car, you know, constantly having the new pair of shoes or new hat. It's like, in the end, it's like none of that shit makes any difference at sure. the end of the day. Yeah, doesn't matter how big your house is. You think people are gonna remember you for? Oh man, remember how big his house was? Right. It's like nobody fucking says that. Yeah. It's like they're gonna remember you for what type of person you are. Right. Like were you a good friend? Right. Were you a good father? Were you a good husband? Yeah. Did you have funny times with him? Did you have sad times with him? Nobody cares about what you have. Yeah. It's like just be a good person. Yeah. It's pretty much it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like enjoy your life. Like be yeah. a good person. It's pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But it's like oh, all this other stuff that just gets stacked mm-hmm. on and on. It's like, ah, this is so, yeah, this is so tough. And, da, 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 and yeah. excuses. It's like, no, life is very. Oh, my day was so hard. It's like, tell me about it. Right. Doesn't sound, yeah. doesn't sound that fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. There's that one line that's um, the worst thing you've ever experienced is the worst thing you've ever experienced. Yeah. I like that. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, um, Rogan says it all the time. Right. And I'm like, it's fucking true. Yeah. It's a very true saying. Right. Because you may think that's the worst thing that's ever happened, but that is the worst thing that's ever happened to yeah. you. Yeah. Where someone has like a crazy shitty life or has experienced horrific war goes, <laughs> fuck kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's, that is the worst thing they've ever experienced. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. In a way, right? It's all kind of relative, right? Yeah. So it's like one person's, yeah, it can be, it can be very different with that for, for everyone. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right, man. We wrap her up. Okay. Yeah. Good talk. Awesome, man. We're about <laughs> two hours. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That was good. Time flies. It sure does. Awesome. Appreciate you coming on, man. Man, thank you. And it's I will bug you. Okay, please if do. If you're here, like, <laughs> Give me a time still frame. here, I would say end of April, beginning of May. Okay. I'll be like... I found a flight <laughs> to <laughs> Peru for $97. Get out of here. Yeah. I paid for it already. Here you go. No, but by then I'll have my my Brody and my Wayne Gretzky sponsorships. Oh, yeah. They're going to take me. Yeah, I'll have <laughs> a new house by then. I'll be sponsored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still waiting for that. Right. <laughs> I'm sponsored by myself. Yeah. <laughs> but awesome, man. Cool. Well, man, thank you yeah. for having me on. It's, it's uh, man, it's been really nice to catch up. It's good up to catch up and everything. And yeah. just, you know, from going back to high school till now and for sure it's because of isaac reaching out to me and then getting you on and now it's your second time it's it's cool to see all these crazy bike trips you go on and your mentality towards life is fascinating yeah it's pretty cool thank you man. and i think a lot of people you know that do listen to this are gonna go holy shit 
<laughs> they might rethink things in their lives. Like, who knows, right? Yeah. And that's what, like, I sort of would like to get out of the podcast one day is, is someone would be like, hey, that episode with that, like, help me. I'd yeah. be like, this is why. Right. This is why. Yeah. Like, I don't need the credit, but if it can help you, then great. Right. If I say something or I have a guest on that says something, go, oh, man, I started doing this in my life and I feel way better. It's right. like, perfect. Yeah. You know, perfect. And Yeah, and I think there's always so much pour over, right, when it's like, yeah, whatever, my story of, like, uh, bike touring. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe it's, like, yeah, it's a very very niche thing. It's not like anyone, a lot of people are going to have the experience or, like, have the relatability of, like, actually traveling on a bike. But there's always, like, pour over that you can, like, apply into, like, whatever area of life, right? So it's like, oh, I don't, that's not my interest. But, like, oh, I can, like, connect the dots with, with, with something that it does, that it is in my interest or is yeah. in my field. So it's like, yeah, there's always, always that opportunity to learn. Yeah. You can learn from anyone. Yeah. Younger, older, right. Same. It doesn't matter. Different life experience, different country. You can still take wor- like very, you know, words of wisdom or your experience on the bike or whatever it is. Yeah. You can still, and that's who, that's, I think how you create yourself is you nitpick Okay, don't do that. Yeah. Do this. Don't do that. Ooh, I like that one. You sort of gather all these things together and then all of a sudden sort of blossom into the person that you want to be. Right. And then you sort of try and pass that down to your kids or your friends or whatever it is. Yeah. But sure. that's how you sort of create yourself in a way. Yeah. But it's like the the full circle. It's like the child. And then you come back to this childlike wonder and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then you might get hit with a semi on the road. Totally. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully not. I watched that, what was it, Joe Bell with Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Where his son got teased so bad that he killed himself. Oh, yeah. And then he started walking across the States uh-huh. to try and raise money. And then, spoiler alert. Um, and then he's like trying to raise awareness for bullying and stuff because his son was gay and his, you know, he got teased a lot. And, um, and then he ended up getting killed walking on the highway for his son. I'm like, what the fuck? Really? I was like, this is all based on a true story. I was like, this is terrible. Wow. You know, I was like, damn it, man. Like, I thought he was going to raise, you know, it's just an incredible story. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man. I was like, it's depressing. Yeah. Like, Jesus, <laughs> man. Wow. But it was a good movie. I liked it. Yeah. I like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. It's good shit. Oh, I've never heard of that. Awesome. Okay. Okay, buddy. Thanks again. Thank you. Hope you guys enjoy. Yeah. And uh, catch you on the next one.